combat time! Hello, and welcome to Combat Time, where three friends talk about anything and everything Mortal Kombat. And today, I am joined by Yassine. Hello. Josh. What up, what up? And special guest and friend, Elliot. <laughs> and special guest and friend of MK PodQuest, Final Neil. Traitors! I will crush you both! What's up? <laughs> what I do. <laughs> and today... We are going to be talking anything and everything live fighting game adaptation movies, specifically live uh, live action fighting game adaptation movies. And we're going to do a ranking tournament of all the ones that exist currently today. And that is what we're going to be doing, and it's going to be fun. What is up, nine everybody? Movies. Nine movies? <laughs> yes, nine it is movies nine total? movies. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, yeah, in the uh, Mortal Kombat 95 banquet all scene music. <laughs> as, we all, as we all gather for this this grand tournament. Oh, is that is that nine including the Mortal Kombat franchise? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To to clarify for those listening, uh, we decided, well, you know, Mortal Kombat 95 is considered probably the best video game movie of all time, if not the best fighting game allegedly. movie of all time. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. It was at least yes. for a long time. Shots for a long fired. time. Huh? Yeah, really? <laughs> um, we'll find out. We'll find out how he really feels. Uh, here. <laughs> but uh, so we figured we, we'd go ahead and critique not just all the Mortal Kombat movies, but all the fighting game movies, uh, which w- will exclude Double Dragon for anyone wondering, because that's a beat em up movie. It's a little different. Uh, but the movies we're going to highlight, besides Mortal Kombat 95, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and Mortal Kombat 2021, which we probably won't talk about super long because we covered them in previous episodes, the movies we're going to talk about are Street Fighter from 1994, Dead or Alive, or DOA, from 2006, Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li from 2009, Tekken from 2009, King of Fighters from 2010, and then Tekken 2, Kazuya's Revenge from 2014. And oh, who, who, who is better? Yeah, that's a lot. So that's six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah, there's nine movies. Yep, nine no, movies. No, I don't. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do we want to just jump in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's jump into it. Let's do it. Dude. All right. So first up, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about all the non-MK movies first. So we're gonna jump in with Street Fighter from 1994. The legendary right. movie. Legendary. Uh, fun fact, Elliot, this was your first time watching this. Yes, it was. So, so let's start with you. What did you think of the movie? <laughs> um, the best way I can describe my response to the Street Fighter movie was that when it was over, I went online and I found a uh, print of the painting of Raul Julia as uh, Bison <laughs> riding a horse over the Alps. Uh and I got the biggest one I could find, and I bought it, and I hung it on my wall. Uh, <laughs> it is, and on top is, of that, <laughs> and on top of that, uh, a friend of ours who was not on this podcast today named Dan, um, he also did this exact same thing, but he didn't buy it for himself. He bought it for me, and I didn't know it. So I one day just 
incredible. Open my door and I just have Bison's poster just sitting in my lap. And I'm like, what <laughs> in the ever loving crap is this? And so now I have to hang it in my living room per Dan's instructions. Yeah. To reverse a phrase, the day that you watched Street Fighter with Elliot and Dan was just Tuesday. But for Dan, it was the most important day of your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought, I thought Street Fighter was like the pinnacle of like cheesy movies. That's accurate. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty accurate. accurate. <laughs> it was it was fun. It was ridiculous, uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. Neil, what did you think of the movie? Absolute banger, all time classic. I love I love that movie. I can't watch it all the time, but as a kid, I could mm-hmm. watch that movie all the time. Um, as a fan of Street Fighter, like knowing an amount of the lore. Uh, it gets pretty much every single character wrong in terms of personality, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, they also didn't have a lot to go on back then. And they just, I don't think they cared. Uh, I like it. It's a uh, weird, it's a weird street fighter movie. It's a pretty fucking good GI Joe movie though. <laughs> yeah. It does have like that feel of like playing with your action figures. Uh, I did have smashing, a note when, just like smashing we, them uh, together when yeah. we watched it the second time because surprise surprise we actually uh, watched it twice uh, <laughs> because you seen couldn't get out in the first thing I have a note that says maybe they should have called it gunfight right yeah well yeah, they didn't do a lot of fighting in the streets it no did. there's literally no fighting in the streets well, well no, there, maybe there was like the the stuff with like the there was the a prison guys. yard and then there yeah, was the an underground yard. fighting ring. Yeah, I I do give them credit though because at the very least they got the fight that didn't actually happen, but they got the setting right with Vega because Vega was about to fight in a cage, and I'm like, yes. yeah, that's exactly like the game. That's how it should be, <laughs> but they didn't actually fight in the cage, unfortunately. So, <laughs> I think um, so so the Street Fighter movie spun off into a cartoon series using the same setup of like the the Allied Nation Army fighting Bison and everything. And we got to talk mm-hmm. about that on an episode of uh, MK PodQuest when it crossed over, part of the Warrior King cartoon crossover. Uh, yes. Right, this, right, right. The series is a thousand times more G.I. Joe than the movie. But um, the series is fun because you get to see people like actually like do their special moves and everything. I think the movie <laughs> yeah. did, like the movie attempted that in a few times. Like there's one time when Ken does an uppercut when they're fighting to get out of the Shadaloo base and he kind of just turns himself around after he does the uppercut to make it look like he's doing a shore you can, but <laughs> I it's, yeah, it's a fun movie. That cartoon, that cartoon series actually did have a couple of episodes that did actually explore the actual lore of street fighter. I remember oh, yeah. later on, they had an episode where Ken and Ryu fight Akuma and Ryu gets his arm damaged and a Ken actually ends up fighting Akuma, but Akuma has this whole thing in that show where he's trying to not steal anything in particular, but he's trying to steal someone's like chi or energy. He's like a he's a key thief. That sounds about like right. That. Yeah, yeah. And that is not one hundred percent Akuma, but it's a heck of a lot more accurate than anything that was portrayed in the movie or even the TV show That's for true, that yeah. matter. As far as like episodes, I dug the uh, I dug the authenticity of the costuming. Some of it looks like I mean. All of it looks like garbage, but at least the characters look like the characters. And, uh, uh yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to watch. It's like, it's not afraid to be silly, which scores at major points in my book. Cause some of these things we're going to talk about just 
don't even don't even know what a joke is. Don't even try to to be entertaining. Just want to be dark and serious. And uh, yeah, yeah, we so often say that. that like in Street Fighter, like I'll be the first to say that the action in Street Fighter is nothing too terribly much to write home about, but the dialogue is just so banger in that in that yes. film, and it holds up to me too. It's just it's great. Like like Zangiv is just great and danger every <laughs> scene he's in. <laughs> so. You got I, paid. <laughs> Quick, change the channel. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah that, I so forgot about that line. That made me laugh, like legit. That, laugh I laugh every night. time that happens. But my thing is like, so when I was younger and I watched this, I didn't like this movie. I always thought really? it was way worse than M- MK95 uh, because like none of the characters were like the games, especially Ryu and Ken. Like Ryu and Ken, yeah. That always hurt me. Like it's like, oh, yeah. They, it's like they're just two dudes. <laughs> they're not really like. Not even that. They're, they're nothing hustlers. like their characters at all. They're scam but, um, artists. Yeah, but the more I watch it, the more I just love it for what it is. And the thing is, is that, yeah, they don't get the characters wrong. But I mean, they don't get the characters right. But they still have fun with what they have. And oh, they yeah. still are colorful characters that have personality. And you can, like, you don't get bored watching it. Whereas other movies that we're going to talk about. Oh, Lord. There's nothing <laughs> they, There's nothing to, you know, compare it to the games. But they also do the most generic things. Yeah. And right. make that makes for a very boring movie. So I think the fact that they, even if this movie was a mess in production to make and everybody was like, on a coke bender or whatever they still had like they still you can still have fun watching this movie and like yeah. raul julia alone is oh, a reason oh, yeah. to love this movie it was his fantastic. performance is like one of the the great ones of oh, yeah. cinematic history like cinematic i would put him history. up like as far as like video game adaptations i put him up there with like Kerry tagawa like as far as like iconic he was in his character like he was invested. Mm, yeah that's yes. very fair yeah if yeah. I was his grandson that he made this movie for, I would be so happy. Like, so, so happy. <laughs> yep. I mean, he brought, like, a like a level of, like, Shakespearean performance to that character. That, like, Gra- most people Gravitas. would probably do something, like, really just, like, phone it in. And he's yeah. just, like, so much gusto in person. What I beheld Satan <laughs> as he fell from heaven. We're going to talk about a movie later that, like, Phones in the bison characters. So. Oh boy, does it uh, ever! I, I have differences of opinion on that, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay, but, but also, I, I like, oh sorry, I thought I, oh, I thought I'd hate him, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, you were saying about like the characters all being fun. Like that was the one thing I liked about this movie so much is like everybody had like not like necessarily like these amazing like fleshed out arcs, but everybody did kind of have like a character arc. Everybody had, like, their little scene. Everyone had, like, actors who were playing their characters with a lot yeah. of enthusiasm. Uh, yes. And they, their performances are very memorable. Like, every character in that movie just feels very colorful. And a, uh, the other movies that I've seen from this list, there's usually, like, a few standout characters. And then there's, like, a bunch of just, like, really generic people who are, like, on screen for two seconds. And you don't give a yeah. shit about. Oh, yeah. Where, like, yeah. every character in Street Fighter, even, like, the ones that don't have that much screen time, I was still like, yeah, 
fun. <laughs> fun. You could, yeah, I, like everyone making this movie seemed like they were having a good time making it also. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, I don't know if this has the, like a... The actors for Ryu and Ken were definitely having a good time <laughs> yes. out in Thailand when they weren't filming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> according to articles I've read. Uh, oh, boy. Well, good for them. Uh, whether or not they, 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 they enjoyed and felt it a worthy uh, role to do, I'm not sure. At least it wasn't as... A miserable experience, I, I believe, uh, as Super Mario Brothers was for yeah. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, who also <laughs> regularly got drunk uh, off set, but God. just to drown their sorrows. People out there just living their best lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Did we talk about uh, Bison's uh, video game uh, oh, yes. cabinet? Yes. That's a point where in a lesser movie I'd be like, this is the cringe moment where the directors are out of touch with their audience. But <laughs> that was a you nice know little what? treat. Because <laughs> you got the treat. full you got the full six button layout there. It's two player. It's two player yep. deck, you know? That was a nice and, little Capcom Easter egg. Yep. And was, on top of that, I was hoping like, they would Sorry, go ahead. Uh, and on top of that, like when he actually blows up Guile's ship in the movie, yep. he he presses all the buttons. He basically yes. did a super move. He did a level three super, is what oh, he yeah. did in order to end that. And that, and it made me so happy. I was like, wow, this really is like the video game. Is that when really thunderously bellows game over? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is. And that was definitely used in the trailers. God, I wish I had grabbed that for the soundboard. <laughs> oh my god, that would be the perfect thing to put in the soundboard. I was oh, hoping post. they would do the Golden Eye thing where. It but like two people had to be on the controllers and had to sync up or something to like do the <laughs> oh, yeah. whatever code. You just whatever. see him doing Man, Z and puts and quarter circles. Bison doesn't share his power. Yeah, yeah that's true. Why well, is he second second player? We will they also together, have the best. JJ. They also have the best version of Siri I've ever heard in any in any movie ever in this movie. <laughs> Because that, like that, very nice, very calming British woman is saying everything and announcing everything. Like, oh, and she's like, the ship is destroyed. The ship is destroyed. All hands on deck. The ship is destroyed. That's I'm one sure, of your like, takeaways. Is the, the, the fucking computer voice? It was yeah, it was a I pleasant, think, like, soothing it's a voice. voice. That's yeah. a, that's the voice I'd want. Someone, you know, if I'm trying to escape an exploding. Uh, military base temple, I'd want someone soothing <laughs> to guide me to the exits. Yeah, yes, you don't want true, someone yeah. who's like really agitated, like go, 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 get to the exit. You know, just get to the exit. You know, keeps you calm. There's I a lot of Josh. funny shit That's like that right. in the background. The announcements, like, like all all weapons must be battle ready. There will be inspection. Like, there's just a lot of silly stuff going on in the background. Mm. Yeah, yes. speaking fun. of silly stuff, yeah, uh, and the segue, and uh, yeah, you seen you're you're saying my name. I'll, I'll go into my thoughts, but I want to segue into that. Referencing the background stuff, something that needs to be mentioned. Uh, amongst all the, the background voices and stuff, you recall uh, when they're in the, the AN base, you hear that uh, that radio guy? Yeah. Good morning, Shadaloo. What do you do <laughs> when a bison trooper throws a grenade? Uh, you pull the pin and throw it back at him. Hey! Um, so you know the movie Good Morning Vietnam, of course, right? Which is as that is kind of nodding to. Yeah. Uh, based on a true story. The guy that does those voiceovers is the actual guy. Oh, that's cool. That fucking Good Morning yeah. Vietnam was based off of. They couldn't afford Robin Williams. They had to get the actual guy. Yeah, they get they had to get the actual guy. For Street Fighter. For Street Fighter. They had to be authentic for Street Fighter, but they but they could be fictionist with Robin Williams. You know, I admire the integrity, honestly. 
Yeah, Super Integrity. And I'm, yeah, I think they had a feeling that this movie was going to be Super Integrity perhaps, 2 Turbo. <laughs> I like, sir, I like that. That's an awesome title for maybe a, a tie-in movie video game. <laughs> I, had, I, I get the feeling that they thought it was going to be a little bigger than... I mean, this is kind of an experiment. There is, like, not the first, but one of the first, you know, big budget, big Hollywood attempts at a video game franchise, you know, adaptation. And, you know, they got all the big names. They got Jean-Claude Van Damme. They got fucking... Hmm. Raul Julia, uh, West Studi is in there too. You know West Studi. No. Which one was he? He's Sagat. He oh, was in nice. Last of the Mohicans. He's a pretty good actor. Oh. He's also in Mystery Men. Mm. Um, and they had a decent director too. They, not to say that the guy had like a lot of directing experience, but he was like a screenwriter for some pretty yeah, big movies. I think he did Die Hard. Yeah, he did Die Hard. Uh, what the forty eight first forty eight? What was it? Like he has he has a a, a filmography of doing. Fun 90s, late 80s, early 90s action movies, which is exactly what this was. And this is exactly why I have good early childhood memories of it. Uh, I dug it up to do a movie night uh, about five to eight years ago. And I hadn't seen it since as a kid. And digging it up, you know, I went out and got a DVD of it. Uh, and I just watched parts of it. And I watched, you know, the, the Change the Channel and stuff like that. And I'm like, ha, 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 Still this funny. is a delightful movie. But then when we actually watched it, my first opinion of it was like, oh, wow, this did not age well. And like I, I had like it was really a big moment of doubt for me. I'm like, wow, maybe this isn't a good movie. But then we rewatched it now and all that doubt was just dashed. It's like, it is a delightful movie. It, it um, is like it is true. The only thing about Street Fighter that I still find funny is that, Neil, when you said that uh, Neither one, like neither character is portrayed accurately at all in terms of the lore. Not only that, but most of the characters aren't even eth- uh, ethnically correct. Like right. Guile is a Belgian, and, <laughs> with American flag and, uh, tattoos. Yeah, and then like an Honda, and Honda design. is like a Samoan of some type or Hawaiian, which yeah. you know. Oh, okay, um, I love how and, every time he shows up on screen, they do like the little Hawaiian sound. Um, Sagat is Thai, but, you know, he's played by Native American, and Vega is a Spaniard, and he's played by an Iranian. So it's just... Right. But, but Zangief is Russian. Well, actually, I don't know if the actor is Russian. I'll have to look <laughs> him up. He, he played Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw remake, by the way, B2 Dubs. Oh, nice. Um, but they got Cammy right, though. Cammy is that, British. Yeah, well, no, except yeah. Cammy, no, the actress, is a fucking Oh, Australian. wow, they even got that wrong. Yeah, You're right. yeah, yeah. Kylie Minogue. And she and Jean-Claude Van Damme got it on amidst piles of coke in his trailer. Yeah. Hell yeah, they did. Whole, Again, so. everyone on this movie is having a great fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, and, uh, They're the, all having a great per, time. Perhaps the, literally. The voice actor of Mulan was... Uh, uh, Chun-Li, Chun-Li, yeah. Chun-Li, yeah. No shit. That's yeah. movie. She's in voice actress of Mulan. Yeah. Yeah, she's in Book of Boba Fett, and she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's still doing shit. Yeah, she looks the same, too. Yeah, I, love I know it's incredible. Uh, and you know what? She's a good Chun Li, and you know she's accurate. She's Chinese. The actress is Chinese, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so she's she's accurate. She's Chinese. She looks the part. Her role is kind of accurate, although Jay tells me no, she wasn't a reporter. She's something else. No. But more or less, she, 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 she's she got a vendetta. Yeah, yeah, she's got a vendetta against Bison. They got that part right. Uh. I will say, uh, before I end my thoughts, because we've gone over long so far <laughs> on talking about our first movie. So it deserves a, a little extra time. It's a it heck does. of a movie, yes. Uh, and there's some that deserve very little words, uh, as we'll come to find out. But I feel we want to critique these movies. There's like three different ways you could critique them. And the most essential way is just to critique them as a movie. Uh, the other way is 
do are they accurate you know are they loyal to the source material which isn't really important well i haven't i've never played dead or alive uh or king of fighters and only a little bit of tech and i know jack shit about those characters so it's, it's fun seeing like jane you've seen reactions to characters i know but that's not important it should the movie should be self-contained and then the other the other point of critique should be especially since we're comparing these to mortal Kombat 95 which is the god of you know great fight choreography how are the fights uh, and I will say Street Fighter, uh, it's it's a 90s, it's a typical 90s action movie fight, you know, uh, choreography. It's it's not bad, it's not Hong Kong, but, you know, that was Mortal Kombat introduced that to audiences. So, before that, it's serviceable. The set pieces are actually pretty exciting. There's a really piss-poor uh, Shuriken yeah. um, from Ken. <laughs> But Van and Damme, barely any kind of a Hadouken, like it's the yeah, flash sort of Hadouken. But Van Damme does that flash kick though. He does Not that once flash but kick, twice. With, yeah, with Not once but fury. Twice. And I want to say that is that really Jean Claude Van Damme or is that a stunt actor doing that, the wires? I believe that. I, I could be wrong about this. I believe that is something he can actually perform. No shit. Uh, and that might have been the inspiration for the move for Guile. Don't quote me on that because I Wait, know. What? Yeah, don't quote me on that. But I, I want to say. I don't think he did it in Bloodsport, but he did it in something. Like, he's really? done that kick before on screen. Are you saying Jean-Claude Van Damme was made to play Guile, basically? It's it's possible. Again, I, you know, I we all know the, the Jean-Claude Van Damme-Johnny Cage connection. Right. So I could be getting some wires crossed, but I do believe that I read somewhere that at least that flash kick move was definitely inspired by something he did in a film. Well, he certainly yeah. can do a split, as we all know, yeah. and we know Johnny Cage's split move was inspired by him for sure. The internet will 100%. prove me wrong. Uh, tweet at Mr. Corey Price. Um, <laughs> yeah. Overall, uh, super fun movie. I don't know why I, I felt it didn't live up to my nostalgia when I watched it five to eight years ago. But, you know, it's not a perfect movie, but pretty fucking fun time. I watched it twice. I'd watch it again. Uh, and, I yeah, will, and, I, and I will say from mine that if there is any movie out there that could that could potentially be better than the uh, greatness that is uh, MK95, this is the movie that would probably wow. do it, even though I do not mm. think it actually is better than MK95. Okay. I feel I like say, if you say one... it is, then I can't really disagree with you too much. You're the one that brought it up, sir, and I was waiting for that to be brought up because I know somebody in this group, <laughs> somebody in this room that thinks... Street Fighter is better than Mortal Kombat 95. It's a me. Who is? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had a lot more fun watching it, which is a big factor. Uh, yeah, in in how I rate movies, uh, right. I found it to be better structured as a story. Uh, wow. Like, there's more of like a like Mortal Kombat reminds me of like uh, MK95 reminds me of like a Friday the 13th movie where you introduce a character and you kill him off almost as soon as you introduce them, hmm. uh, which was fun to watch like a, you know, Jason movie can be fun to watch, but it didn't keep me like also kind of like rooting for anybody as the movie went on. Because uh, I didn't really care all that much about any of the characters, it was more you just didn't about like the, like, the synthesis between Robin Shu and Bridget Wilson and Linda Ashby. I mean, I thought Bridget Wilson family. was terrible. I uh, mean, okay, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Linda Ashby was fun, uh, but again, like they all felt like very like uh, 
kind of kind of shallower characters. Not to say like Street Fighter is like a deep movie, but I felt like there was a little <laughs> more there was a little more effort put into like character development and like setting up like their uh, story arcs and their payoff at the end of the movie and who they're going to fight and all that kind of stuff. Like there yeah. was a little more investment between like the people that they were fighting and their story. Whereas I do want to reflect your comment where you said that it's after. Uh... You know, Zangief is like, wait, don't go when, you know, uh, Honda's running. I can't play no more, man. You're like, every fight in this movie seems like a romance. <laughs> yeah. And there is kind of like, yeah, there's like a, there's like a very like funny, like romance aspect to it uh, or romance aspect to it. You have made but, me a happy man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I found uh, Street Fighter to be a lot more satisfying as like a story, just as a fun movie. And, uh, the filmmaking I thought was better. It didn't have any of that heinous CG that MK95 has. Mm, I will um, give you that. Yeah. I think uh, mm. MK95 has like some standout fights, but it's got a lot of really bad fights in it too. Uh, whereas I found Street Fighter was like a little more consistent as like you have some kind of like quick, not super exciting fights, but they build up to the big one with Bison and, and Van Damme. What's Van Damme's character's name? again Guile. Uh, William Guile. Guile. okay i'm terrible William at remembering Guile. the character names but like their fight at the end is amazing yes uh, jean-claude van damme good... versus a dying old man yeah <laughs> <laughs> which by the way they really still... did get him fucking up there on wires and shit oh for, yeah for some of the shots you can tell. Like, wow he's yeah. doing it like props to props to Raul julia and he's just yes. belting out like the best lines in history a true professional yeah i don't know I, I street fighter by a landslide for me yeah, I still love the fact that, like, it, like in Bison's, like, private chambers, I remember just commenting on it, that, like, everything, whoever set-dressed that scene with Bison mm-hmm. and Chen Li deserves a freaking medal, because, mm. like, even, God. like, the little, like, umbrellas and the drinks were Bison's logo. Everything's and there branded. Was, everything is yes. so branded, and he has, like, this, he has this, like, this little hat, um this little hat thing that where you can put all of his hats for when he changes into a different outfit and man raw julia can pull <laughs> off the color red like oh, just yeah. put him in anything in red and he can pull it off like no other it's the so smoking good. jacket all of it is great and that, it's the same person who did the the painting that now adorns our walls jay um, oh it is you is, is the graphic he's like he was like the designer for all that bison stuff so he did like I, all the little props. Nice. And things. Okay. Yeah. I want to make him a Raw Julia medal and just give it to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> so I will say. Uh, so where do we all place this in comparison to Mortal Kombat '95 to, to to be the first tier in our tournament? We oh, know Elliot's me. position. Oh, for <laughs> me, it's a, it's an absolute number two. It's an absolute number two for me. All right. <laughs> this one definitely comes in under Mortal Kombat '95 for me. Uh, I saw this as a kid when it first came out and I loved it. But then the next year Mortal Kombat came out. And when I saw that, uh, I stopped thinking about the Street Fighter movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like I caught up with it again years later and I, I, this is a fun movie. It's a good time, but uh, there's not enough substance for me. It's, it's really busy. Like it's fun to watch, but I don't get invested in any of the storyline or any of the characters anymore. It's just like a silly way to spend almost two hours yeah fair enough yeah yeah i'll definitely put it at number two uh it's definitely gotten better for me as the more times i watch it like i really i actually enjoy watching this quite a bit but it's just i don't know something about mortal kombat is just really special for me and yeah 
I I put it number two. Same. Uh, I think I think Mortal Kombat just feels a little bit more gro- like quote unquote grown up, like what a kid would think of a grown up movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not yeah. actually grown up, but you think like, oh, this is for like a like seven year old or nine year old me or however old I was. It was like, oh, this is way cooler than the movies I've been watching. So I think that it gets some points for that. I mean, when it comes to a whole bunch of like people on a leaky boat trying to save the world, I totally think adult when I think of that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh no, it's a little edgy, you know. Yeah. People die. Well, it was people like die the Street Fighter, but you know. It was like the first Ninja Turtles movie. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. They've grown up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Totally, yeah. yeah. Good comparison. Where, where is it at for you, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I would put it like you know this isn't a solid number two. This is just as we're going down. I'd put it. Yeah, it's it's not better than Mortal Kombat '95. Sorry, Elliot. Uh, but it's pretty. <laughs> Pretty goddamn good and better than I previously remembered it. It's yeah. solid, solid number two so far. And I yep. will say my decision is probably also tempered by the fact I don't have any nostalgia for Mortal Kombat. And that's fine, because yeah. like I said, most of these movies we're watching, not all of us, but a good half of us probably haven't seen them all, and yeah. I have no I have no attachment to some of the franchises. Yeah. So. I, don't even, I don't even know anything about Street Fighter. I've never played that game. That's the thing, yeah, you love this movie so much and you don't jack shit about Street Fighter. I know a little bit more about Street Fighter than you, but not much either. Yeah. But it gets almost everything wrong. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it, it yeah, does. I can I can concur with that. I think I Bison is kind of guy. the only one that's right. Yeah, Bison's about actually right. kind of correct. I mean, besides the fact that he should be a lot more buff and, you know, younger, uh, he's a dictator, he's in charge at Shadaloo, and he's mad crazy. Mm-hmm. And oh, by he even the gets way. electromagnetism, yeah. By the way, they keep saying Shadalao. Was you know, it the movie or was it Chun Li that they? Kept it was Chun Li, dude. Yeah, you're, it was Chun Li. Okay, never yeah, mind. no, they say it correct in here. Getting ahead of yourself. Okay, something. never mind. In the yeah. uh, Street Fighter Two animated movie, they say Shadow Law. Oh yeah, they say Shadow Law for whatever. This is reason. like uh, yeah. Ryu Ryu. Nobody in this fucking movie, particularly Ken, can say Ryu. They all Ryu. say yeah. They all say Ryu. So you know what? This movie sucks because of that. This well, is the bottom of the, the list. two people that say it correctly. Are Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia? Yeah. <laughs> they say they real. Care. They're professionals, yeah. <laughs> or at least they know how to say you know foreign words. I guess yeah. I don't know. There's a chance so, uh, Van Damme didn't know he was saying it right. It's just the accent. It very well could be that too. That's how I thought as a kid. Because as a kid, I thought it was yeah, Ryu, right? That's how it's it spelled, was, right? It was the cocaine that got him to say Ryu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he twitched yeah. a little bit. Yes, yeah, so yeah, cocaine. That was about the same shot, too, where they did the whole the squibs thing and everyone gets shot. And then he's like, cut, cut. And everyone's like, seriously? <laughs> it was a famous story. It's like during that whole shootout scene, he called cut because wow. he said something wrong. And they had to they had to re-rig everything all over again. Wow. Fucking Professional season. actor Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep. So, like, so, so now that we kind of cover that, the next movie on our list is one that I'm actually kind of excited to talk about and that is uh and that is doa here we Um, go yeah i think everyone's excited to talk about doa Um, i will say we talked about a good 25 minutes in street fighter we said we'll talk less in some of the other movies but i don't think it's gonna i don't think doa is gonna be one of them there's a lot to say about this one yeah doa is one of these films where all right so for anybody who hasn't played any of the dead or alive fighting games it started off as a pretty serious fighting game franchise like started off that way but once they wanted to quote unquote get more people into it they decided to go fan servicey as crap 
And when they did, they even created a Dead or Alive volleyball game, just a volleyball, but with the Dead or Alive women. And this movie came out um, not too long after that particular uh, rebranding of Dead or Alive. And boy, does this movie own every bit of this. It is uh, effectively Cheesecake fan service fighting game, the movie. And it owns every last bit of it. And honestly, at least for me personally... I had way more fun than I thought I was going to have with this movie. Like Josh and I were both there. Like we, when Josh and I watched it, you know, Yassine was kind of pessimistic about it for a little bit because he had seen it before, but Josh and I hadn't. And when we watched it, we were just kind of like giggling the entire time, like how just over the top this movie is. Um, and just it, honestly, I find it to be a bucket load of fun. I actually rewatched it. Um, right before this podcast last night and honestly it holds up i it, like it just it knows what it is and it owns it and it just says screw you if you don't like it we're just gonna keep going and i i kind of dig it this movie fucks so hard <laughs> Fuck, fucks so hard or sucks so hard fucks it fucks uh, it does wow, fuck yeah. so hard <laughs> yeah i love this movie uh i am a big dead or alive fan i do not own any of the volleyball games or whatever they turned those into since then you probably wouldn't want but i played every single any of them if you did what's that you probably wouldn't want anyone to know you owned any of them if you no, did that's the thing i'm a i am a, a fan of the series and i've i've been contemplating buying them just for the collection because i have every other game in the series wow. including the japanese exclu- exclusive sega saturn version of the first game um i love the series i started playing with dead or life 2 after I had worn out Soul Calibur on my Dreamcast, I got the Dreamcast version of Dead or Life 2, and that game fucking blew me away. So, like, when this movie was coming out, I was excited and also not. Mm. And, like, the trailers made it look terrible, but then one day I just, like, I found it used on DVD for, like, $6 in, like, 2008 or something, so not even that long after it came out. And I and I, I probably watched it two or three times a year since then. I'm not even kidding. Wow. Yeah, Dang. I love this movie. This movie's so much fucking fun to watch. I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, uh, we watched it uh, when we started the, the, the playlist for, for this episode. This is one of the first movies we watched. And the way we decided on it was, I think it was between this and King of Fighters. And you seems like, which one you want to watch first? And we watched the trailers to both. And King of Fighters looked like, all right, that looks shitty. And I... I small side. I'm apolo- I apologize for the clicking in the background. My dog just entered the room. A puppy. A pup. Uh, Anyway, then we watched the trailer for uh, Dead or Alive, and I'm like, that's it. We're watching that. It just looks so (laughs) cheesy. And you know what? It was. uh, It it, it was surprisingly good for what I thought was going to be a mediocre list of movies. I mean, it wasn't great, but it it was unapologetically cheesecakey, for sure. And there's there's a line that could be drawn between being acceptably uh, erotic, for lack of a better word, and just pure tacky. And this movie straddles that line back and forth oh, so God. much. It's a, it's a tightrope, for sure. It is a tightrope. <laughs> uh, synthesized in that, that first scene with, I forget the character's name, because I've never played a single Dead or Alive Kasumi uh, and Ayana, actually. Christy. Yeah. Christy, yeah. I just that, watched that, it last night, so that's the only yeah. reason I know the names. Where the bra falls down oh, yeah. magically. Oh, that um, seems wonderful. That seems so tacky and so giggly at the same time. I think the only time where it uh, surpassed my 
threshold for tackiness was probably the rain scene. The fighting in the rain. Oh yeah, the Hayate scene. It's like a Christina yeah, specifically. Aguilera. Oh, oh, or the, yeah, or, um, the, or when when yeah. Helena and Christy were fighting. That That's one? what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, okay. the, when they're fighting in the rain, which actually yeah. is probably one of the greatest scenes in the movie because for multiple reasons. There's like she's trying to you, you see it in flashback, and she's trying to remember the tattoo in the back of her neck, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Was the that admit- supposed to be like an homage to like the that scene from Hero? I have no Where idea. I think Jenny they and, here it probably so was. And Donnie and are fighting. I'm sure they had mind. that in their mind. Yeah, I think it was an okay, homage to wet t-shirt contest. That too. Uh, and <laughs> I was, I was, um, <clears throat> I was okay with that too. But I think it, it, it surpassed my tackiness level just with the, with the way this. There's some very leery shots that I'm like, wow, this is tacky oh, as yeah. fuck. But it also has one of the most painful looking moves in the whole fucking movie where you, you see you know what i'm talking about where she grabs her and steps back oh, yeah. and just throws her down like almost like yes. damn is that actress okay like that looked like it yeah, went got her. slammed to the ground hard. she got slammed in the ground like that that was a really good scene and the, a lot of the fighting i liked in this movie you seen you might disagree with me I we had some disagreements but <laughs> it aped hero a lot there's a lot of floaty wire foo but i liked oh, yeah. it there there was some there was a lot of fun in the fights and uh, I, I kind of just hijacked here talking about the movie, but I'll just say like, yeah, to start out when they had the, the opening scene with uh, who will be returning after we talk about Kane Kosugi. Yeah. Um, love him. And then the actress, uh, Suki, I believe her name is. She's from Too Fast, Too Furious is one of the main characters. De- Devon, Devon Aoki is her. I thought her name was Suki. No, no that, Suki was that, her name that, in Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's her Fast I'm, and Furious too. Oh, character. I thought that was her name. That's her character name. Okay. Yeah, it's her character name. I look like an idiot. Um, no, either no. way, it's, it's her, and there's a very serious kind of, you know, I was going to say like period feeling scene, you know, is in this kingdom. Is it a serious? That, that I mean, it, it started out serious, you know. She's wanting really to leave. She can't leave without threat of death because she'll be abandoning the kingdom. It's all this very... Yeah. heavy-handed stuff and then all of a sudden she just boop see ya jumps up the wall yes. and throws off her coat and she's wearing like the speedo and jumps on a hang glider and a invitation to dead or alive tournament pins to her thing and she just laughs like it's right. amusing to her and that's the point where i broke out into giggles and i knew this was going to be an excellent movie and it my emotions kept pretty much at exactly that through the and, rest and of then the show. next scene gets honestly gets even better because we get you know tina you know the character of tina armstrong <laughs> who yep. busts into the scene with a american flag bikini oh yes d- oh complete god. with music that's Jamie where Presley, i started laughing and i was like oh my god this movie <laughs> is wonderful and then on top of that we get robin shu aka robin shu Lu yes. kang comes in as like a terrible pirate who fights this chick and loses whose hair and... i should say is not as floofy oh wow yeah. that salt air kind of kind of strung it out a little bit without the yeah. i was about to ask robin you elliot shu. since you said you watched this last night i was waiting for you to see robin shu no, yeah he showed up in the beginning and the end wow yeah now i know the character but I, yeah. the the hair the hair threw me off yeah <laughs> it wasn't his usual hair and he he'll be another recurring person we talked about because uh, surprise surprise he shows up later too and Tekken. Yeah. And he fights Jamie Presley, who is Mika in Mortal Kombat Conquest. 
Yes, oh, right. definitely worth mentioning, and definitely out of place in that show. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm she a big hol- fan of hers. She was hilarious in this movie. I mean, the fact she's that she's hilarious. Like, and- she's posing with like they have like she's like a PBR bottle in her hand, and somebody clearly like put like a sticker or something over the PBR label because it's just oh, like, really this is like a big blue circle, but everything else on the can is PBR. <laughs> she's That's got the American is. bikini on. And I was like, God damn! Yeah, I mean, you, you have to be it, an American you know right now. <laughs> I mean, I've seen exactly that type of person at the swim pools here where I live. She's stereotype that's true to life, and I dare say one of the best parts of the movie, and probably the best thing I've seen Jamie Presley in to the point where I feel really bad for her because apparently she was really excited about this movie. Oh yeah, she, it was like a big physical role for her. She had to train, and you know, she got to do all these action scenes, and she was really looking forward to it. And apparently had disappointment because it wasn't loyal to the, the the source material and it was a bomb. And the only way she got to see it is Jason Lee, her co-star in My Name is Earl, actually sent her a copy. And she saw it and she's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, God. And, and like, because you know, it never, like, she was like, that was like, she was salty mm. after that movie. I feel so bad for her. She was good. She, she was probably the best actor. She was good, yeah. She played the character really well. She was pretty faithful faithful to the character. I think the movie as a whole, even though it's uh, just incredibly stupid, isn't that, I mean, it, it is pretty close to the source material in a lot of ways. I mean, the the whole subplot of like Hayate being kidnapped by this organization who are trying to do genetic experiments. I mean, it's all there. Like the DNA is all there. They just turn it into like a pair of sunglasses which is the worst item to wear in a fight, it feels. <laughs> they could have made it anything else. They could have made it a belt. They made it a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But it's, so it's like it's like they took the game source, which is already kind of pretty wacky. And then they're like, well, let's just crank that knob up and make this just the dumbest, funnest thing that we can. And I think that they were very successful in that. Absolutely um, successful. And I don't know mm-hmm. that Jamie Presley's got a lot of room to talk because, as I said, she was in Mortal Kombat Conquest. but i'm a fan Uh, of hers in general actually uh another actor we'll talk about later i'll watch pretty much anything that either of them are in so yeah yeah love this movie Uh, yeah i don't know (laughs) like (laughs) tell us how you really feel what you've seen this movie i think i like this movie more because of all the movies i watched afterwards like (laughs) <laughs> this movie, I I will say, this movie wasn't as bad as I thought it was the first time I saw it. I think I saw it, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or something like that. And I really hated it. Just because, like, it was just... I just thought it was kind of dumb and boring. But now I watch it as, like, it's bo- dumb bo- boring? and fun. Back then I thought it was boring. Okay, boy, if you want to see boring, just wait till we get further down. <laughs> oh, okay. God. No, no, yes. I'm, saying, I'm saying that was my opinion back then. Okay. Now I gotcha. see it as, like... It's over the top. It's dumb, but it is fun. But I don't think it's as fun as like how Street Fighter made the movie fun. Mm. Like mm. it's fun, but then there's things that always distract me about the movie that makes me not like the editing of it. Just is so chaotic for me <laughs> that it just feels like I can't concentrate on anything in that movie. My favorite. And- my favorite part about this movie, at least like where I just like, I think I just, com- I was already on board, but then I completely just giggled hard when the movie 
seemingly takes a break from all the fighting and turns into basically like Baywatch. And we go to like a volleyball scene where we have to watch them play volleyball. And then they're all just like chilling. Like it's supposed to be like a world tournament where they're the best fighters in the world and they're fighting for some prize winner. And they have to to sync their watches and see who they're fighting. And then all of a sudden like, okay guys, let's take a break and let's have a volleyball tournament. Everybody's just chilling there. We got dorky dude like fawning over a chick. We got one of the fighters basically playing a DJ, you know, somewhere. And then we got like the girls playing volleyball, just like the games. I mean, it's totally game accurate. I mean, but I'm just like, that, they, they stopped scene, everything for this. It worked that for scene Top Gun. Is, yeah, it worked for Top Gun. Uh, Neil's right. Uh, and that scene is worth mentioning too, because it's not just a volleyball scene. It's intercut with perhaps, I would say one of the best fight scenes in the movie. And that's Kane Kosugi fighting a yeah. whole bunch of dudes up a stairway. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And it just keeps cutting back and forth between that and la 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 fun volleyball, which, Hey, makes sense. They're on there for a tournament, but they get to have some fun too. So when they're not fighting, hang out on the beach. Right. But it just cuts back and forth between that. And I think that might be my favorite scene. That's a great <laughs> fight. Uh, I don't like uh, Hayabusa's characterization in the movie. That's probably my biggest gripe. Because they, they that, made the yeah. fucking dragon ninja into like a kind of a whiny little bitch who's just yeah, sort of yeah, simping after did. Kasumi the whole time. I didn't like that, but I like I love Kane Kasugi. Uh, I thought he was great in this. I thought the character was bad, but that fight scene was excellent. Yes, it was like best fight scene I think. Yeah, the fight yeah. scene was great. It was just was annoying that it kept cutting. Like every time it got to a good part in the fight, it cut to the volleyball scene. I was like. <laughs> I just want to see the rest of the fight. I mean, I, it's okay to me. It's back yeah. and forth. You get equal parts, sex and violence. That's, you never want to watch two yeah, true, awesome things at the same time, but separate. Yes. <laughs> yeah, ketchup, ketchup and uh, maple syrup. Exactly. <laughs> separate. Maybe not good together. Well, uh, actually, well, yeah, no, the I, second favorite fight is the, the, the fight of many swords on the staircase, which I'm opening up the court for I, you to, to complain a, about that. You've seen such a, I yeah, love that shit. Such a kill bill ripoff. Yeah, yeah, it was a Kill Bill so ribbon. Well, wait, when did this come out? <laughs> 2006. When did Kill Bill come out? 2003 and 4. Three? Uh, so it was ripped off of Kill Bill. Totally. Okay. It, it, there were several scenes in this movie that felt like a pastiche of like other martial arts movies that came out around Absolutely. the same time. Like some of the oh, stuff yeah. with Kas- Kasugi uh, was like very like House of Blue Leaves, or not House of Blue Leaves, um, House of Flying Daggers, Daggers or yeah. Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of it felt very uh, Kill Bill. Um mm. Fuck, what was the other one that I thought about? I, I saw it was an Into the Dragon nod where, like, yeah. I think Hayabusa gets captured and he gets, like, uh, walled in on both sides. Yeah. And that felt very, like, Into the Dragon. Boy, I need to watch this again now. How about it? This movie rules. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> rules. <laughs> number two. Number two for me. Number two, right uh, Mortal as Kombat, far as like, Street Fighter and this. Above Street Fighter, below Mortal Kombat. Wow. Not even kidding. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I th- I think I'll agree with you, Neil. DOA doesn't dethrone Mortal Kombat. I think it might be better. Boy, now I feel conflicted. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I will I will watch this movie again tonight. And if you told me tomorrow that I had to watch it again, I would. I'd watch either tonight. That's the problem. I would I, watch this. I have a tie here. I just was, need the flimsiest put, of excuses. I'll put my to watch opinion. This movie I think it's worse than it. Street Fighter '94. Worse than Street Fighter? Okay. That's so, why yeah, it says that. Absolutely worse than Street Fighter 94, because nothing is better than Street Fighter 94. <laughs> uh, but but I, I threw this on last night, uh, just last minute, because I hadn't seen the other movies on the list. 
and spoilers. Uh, yeah, uh, it was deliriously yeah hilarious to me. It, it was like watching one. Of, it wasn't like watching like Street Fighter campy. It was like watching like one of those like eighties like softcore porn action <laughs> movies, like yeah. Hard Ticket yeah. to Hawaii or something. It yes. was like yeah. it was like that kind of yes. trash. And I love I love trash cinema, so I was on board immediately. Um, what if Andy Sedaris made a martial arts movie? Yeah, like this? it's ba- yeah, it is exactly this, and I yeah. forgave it of all of its filmmaking sins because it was so like out of the gate bad. Like it I, literally has everything. Oh, it's got so much going on. Uh, my main criticism of the movie is it's weird to criticize someone's acting, but like I found most of the actors seem to be having fun, and then you have what was her name, Devin Aoki. Yeah. Just like uh, the most block of wood I've ever seen in any in any of these movies. The, she was the princess uh, yeah, ninja. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, she, she was Kasumi. Yeah, she was Kasumi. Yeah, like nothing. Like it looked like she was also, dead, and someone was just like fl- flailing her arms around for her. I mean, that's kind of she's a model. That's just kind of <laughs> how she is all the time. Oh man, but like Charlize Theron's a model. I don't want to say that's just her face, but yeah. that's kind of just her face. It, uh, her acting doesn't help give the character any life. She played it very yeah. stoically. And, I, didn't, and, and, and I didn't dislike her, but a, I think that was also part of her character. I feel like in a movie there, you got like Jamie Presley clearly like Kevin you know, having too. fun with it. All the other characters are kind oh, of yeah. chewing the scenery. And then you have Julia Roberts' brother as the villain with like yes. that fucking yeah, that's like, Eric, Wad- Eric Roberts. Oh, was that her brother? Yeah, that's her brother. Yeah. And like his Holy shit. his I little forgot. potato yeah. shape, like having his fight scene at the end, is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I loved him because he was just the big sleazy oh, guy man. that lives on an island with a bunch of like you know maids and hosts a tournament. Because he's like, <laughs> he's a weeb. Yeah, he's like one of those like uh, he's like one of those like uh, white Buddhist type people, yeah. you know, who like talk about like how they always went yeah. to like their spiritual journeys in India or something like that. <laughs> I like that actor too, which uh, incidentally he, for some reason, it's funny that you mentioned uh, a white Buddhist cause he, for some reason played Bo Rai Cho in yeah. the unmade Mortal Kombat 10. Oh, he was going to be show. Bo Rai Cho in That's Mortal funny. Kombat 10. He's generations. prolific. I looked him up cause I was like, this guy's everything. familiar. What have I seen him in? And he's been in like, he's been in yeah. like, he has more credits than most other actors. He doesn't in, say no to Hollywood. anything. Yeah, he's got like 200 okay. credits. He can't Jesus. afford to. At first, like... I only knew him from The Dark Knight. Uh, now, recently, I'm watching season two of The Righteous Gemstones, mm. and he's in it as a great character. Yeah. He's not much far off from this character. He's a seasoid. My he's favorite thing. Right? My favorite thing about him is that, like, is that his evil plot is to like steal all the abilities of the fighters, and he puts them into sunglasses of all things. Right. And As they're said, on what, a tropical why? island for crying out loud. So he's like fighting everybody with sunglasses on a tropical island. It's I'm so like, funny. you can't make this up. It's so good. <laughs> like I was yeah, loving that. One fucking kick to the face, yeah. and like the sunglasses are gone again. Make yeah. it a make it a belt. You need to get that sports strap around. <laughs> yeah. The, your yes. Head. Strap them on. <laughs> yeah. Make it something make it that's not going to get punched. Okay. I'm just gonna say I'm changing. My my, I, I, I'm deciding on my vote. This is below Street Fighter. Boo. It's good, but it's not better than yeah, Street Fighter. So. Definitely, but it was fun. I definitely, I feel like Street Fighter is like. <laughs> Street Fighter is like that a different kind of cheese for me. That's like. I don't even know how to describe. It's I won't, a nostalgic I won't, I won't gush about geez. it again. But I, I'm not nostalgic yeah. for Street Fighter. It was just like you're nostalgic for the '90s, though. That's what Street Fighter. I'm not is even nostalgic for the D&A. '90s. It's just really? yeah. It was just like a certain kind of like cheesy movie that like just checks all the right boxes for it. Whereas DOA is like it's fun, uh, in sleazy, and I appreciate it for that. Even though it's like those are the reasons to hate it <laughs> for a lot of people. <laughs> 
Um, the choreography was pretty good too. I thought. Yeah, I like as far as like once again to to reflect on like our, our judging for a period these movies on their fights. DOA is mm. kind of close to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, it's oh, yeah. I know you've seen. You it's have like a early wire foo. That's what floaty me about it. shit. It's very early wire foo. Yeah, the wire foo is not I, good in this movie. How I uh, qualify is is it exciting? Wait, this is not early mm. wire foo though. Parody, yeah. Well, for America, it's like when for America, every other studio maybe. started to oh, maybe like, not even for America. You're right. Try it after the Matrix, I guess. It's when it was a trend, but they mm. weren't experienced enough yeah. to actually do it right. I guess, but wire foo goes back to like the the eighties. True, but they didn't use it like you know Matrix or like Crouching Tiger, where it 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 did it in a stylized way, and then like every other uh, movie, like Charlie's Angels and all those other movies try to do the same thing. Mm. Right. It's funny yeah. you mentioned Charlie's Angels because that, that early scene where oh, we're yeah. all working together to <laughs> climb the tower with, with incredible floaty wire foo. I think I was having fun at that moment too. I don't care how silly it looks. I yeah. think the, the, the choreography is hilarious and fun and surely yeah. better than what we'll see after this. It is really funny because yeah. you can tell yeah. which shots are the stunt doubles too because like their hair is always yeah. just like their heads are always turned away <laughs> their hairs in their face which makes it like and more props to Jamie Presley because she doesn't do she that. She probably did the most scenes. fighting in the whole movie. Uh, I think. Yeah. Like I think I think that's why she was so let down because she yeah. put her all into this and was hoping yeah, yeah, it would be yeah. better that True. bigger than it was yeah. and whoops. Yeah. Uh Anyway, I think we all ganged up on this movie uh, instead of taking turns. But well, like, I, like I didn't even say like, like for me, DOA is a solid number three. It's not, it's okay. not better than Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, but it solidifies itself as my number three for our list today. But Elliot, so, I do have, a, I do have a question for you. So we all, we all know that Street Fighter is better than Mortal Kombat, but is DOA better than Mortal oh Kombat? God. For you? Can't believe you guys are doing this to me. I got to. Well, you already spot, said man. you like Street Fighter more, so I think that answers that question, right? Well, I like. Oh wait, no, no, it doesn't answer. Do I like this more than Mortal Kombat? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I think you're you're on thin ice right now, sir. I think uh... choose your next words carefully, King. <laughs> Neil's already your last. Neil's already got a soundboard ready to go. <laughs> you know what? I like. I think I have more fun watching this than Mortal Kombat. Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking meet me up at the playground. So I'll <laughs> I feel like trying to compare Street Fighter and Dead or Alive is like trying is like okay, well, do you like John Lennon or do you like Paul McCartney's Beatles songs better, right? Because what about like that, Ringo Starr? <laughs> no, I don't like the Beatles. No one likes Ringo, right? Well, Mortal, I don't like the Beatles either. Mortal Kombat <laughs> is clearly the Rolling Stones, the superior band. Yes, yeah. And yeah, so now we're right. talking about number two here. And See, then we're I'm related to... I know what, this got away from Here's, here's my concession. I'll say I think Mortal Kombat is the better movie, but I had more fun watching DOA. And I basically... Well, that's I, always a qualifier, right? That's my qualifier like, for, for movies. Well, well, when people say it's not a good movie, but it's my... Well, I mean, we all have our favorites that we know aren't good movies. Like, Jay likes Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2. I like Return to Swamp Thing. We got all our things. Yeah. But, right. I mean, if the movie succeeds... Ebert, Roger Ebert once gave a review of Gamer Guardian Universe, and he said that it's not a good movie, but it it's an enjoyable movie. And I'm like, well, fucker, if it 
if it successfully gave you entertainment, which is what it was seeking out to do, then maybe it is a good movie. <laughs> Quit being a stuck-up well, bitch I mean just because like, it's people in suits. The, I think Mortal Kombat's a better made movie. I think the acting is yes. better. The script is better. All those things are better about it. Mm, I'm aware. Yes. And, and I, like, I will never argue that it's not better, but I do think I actually had that a little more fun watching DOA. And you know, and I that's respect okay. that. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I fair. respect that. And, and it's mostly just because Mortal Kombat, for all the good parts, there's a lot of parts that I just find really dull. Really? Yeah. See, for me, it's like it's like reading the Bible. You know, I'm captivated by each story. <laughs> Actually, hang on. I just remember Long Goro. Silence. Oh, yeah, yeah, Goro's pretty Come on. Great. Come on. But, I mean, that's all subjective. I can understand maybe no, there's Goro some parts in alive. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going back on my word. I'm going back on my word. It doesn't have Goro, and I like puppets. So I, Oh, jeez. It's close. It's almost a tie, but I think it's coming well, back. Eric to Roberts me. is kind of a puppet. <laughs> Yeah. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, just by like point one. Wait, oh, so, yeah. so so what what goes first? DOA beats it still, no, or no? Nah. DOA is three. Wow. Okay. Shake up. All right. Yeah. You well, guys convinced me. Look at that. See, I'm a reasonable man. Yeah, you're a reasonable man. Well, <laughs> just adds credence to why I think Street Fighter is better. See, <laughs> <laughs> he's playing 40 chess right here. Well, now that unfortunately, Elliot, now we have to take, like, now we have to go off the cliff because we, like, we've gone through the land of candy, jam, and fun, and now we're going to go into barren wasteland territory because our next oh, movie yeah. that, that our we have on our Legend list, of Chun Li. Yeah, yeah, our next fight, our and, next one is Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li, and pretty and you know much, what? like, this is one of the last ones we watched, and uh, it's not in the the bottom of the pit as the others were. I'm just going to say. We're, we're not quite sliding into the pit yet, in my opinion. I'll put it this way yeah. for me. As someone who knows Street Fighter lore, uh, lore pretty damn well, this... I, I have... A, there's fun things in this movie, but it's like 10, maybe 15% fun, and the rest I have... Like, and the rest I have problems and issues, but... Well, first of all, who gives a shit about the lore, right? You, I you do. You want to judge a movie on its uh, own merits, but I will say, it gets Balrog accurate. He's a bad guy now, as he's you know, he's supposed to be one of Bison's lackeys and not, you know, a good guy like in 94. I so will say it's the best casting. I can totally see Michael Clark Duncan playing Paul I disagree Rod. with that. I think the guy that played him in 94 was great casting. He looked exactly like him. Michael Clark Duncan? He don't fucking look like Balrog. I tell you what, though, he, he owned the role. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Though he he kind of felt like lackey like the most loyal lackey ever like he never once had his anything other than okay bison yes mr bison yes mr bison yes sir yes sir, he just yes, wants mr. to bison. laugh and punch people yeah pretty much um but yeah street fighter legend of chung lee at least at least for me was definitely not not my favorite movie um i wanted to like it because i do actually like Kristen kirk because i i, I found her out from smallville because she played lana lang in that tv show um and, however, when I saw this movie for the first time, I was like, <laughs> Like, there's some things in it that I'm just not a fan of. Because, like, Chung Lee, one, I don't think Kristen Kirk is Chinese at, like, all, but I could be wrong. But I don't think um, she is. She's, I'd have to check. She's half something. I'll, yeah, but I don't think that half is Chinese. That's why, like, my, like, one-sentence review of this Street Fighter, Chung Lee is not Chinese, the movie. <laughs> so, like, like, it just... 
it's like there's just too many things in it in my opinion they're just kind of like not good plus like i think my least favorite thing about it is her narration like it's a (laughs) so much of the movie is a big huge exhibition dump of just her just narrating what she's doing like when she goes to the store she narrates it and i'm just like why like like it just it doesn't happen once it happens like five times throughout the movie and you know it's it's a lean back to you know just bare bones story Easy mode storytelling, like how they did with fucking Blade Runner back in the day, which wasn't supposed to have narration, but they put it in because they thought it'd be easier. You know, it's a very complicated story. Uh, just to be correct, she is half Chinese, I believe. Well, there you go. Okay, so she, you go. her mother was Chinese descent, born in Indonesia. Her maternal grandmother is Chinese Jamaican. Well, so that's interesting. That that's uh, a that's oh, yeah. a really interesting combination. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, the thing is, like, it like it's weird to say because you get into that weird debate of like, does every role have to be played by every right uh, race or nationality? And it's like we're still in that point where Hollywood and the audience is trying to figure it out. Uh, I just thought that her character was kind of boring. In the yeah, movie, it in was. General. It was. She wasn't nearly as passionate as Shumley in the 94 movie was, I will give you that. Yeah. But I didn't have a problem with her either. It's a basic hero's journey thing where she's kind of leaving her comfort to go out and, you know, defeat M. Bison. As we jokingly yeah. said, she's going to live amongst people after yes. living in her fucking posh, rich mansion. So she's like, oh, wow. It is 100% Batman Begins for Chun-Li. Yes, yes it is. It, it literally is. is. Yeah, I yeah. blame Christopher Nolan for this movie existing. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's a good point. This movie Man. sucks. I would say this movie is, if it didn't have the title Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li, it would be a more tolerable movie for me. Like, like if it was just an underground, underworld movie. Yeah, it's generic. It's a generic, like, hero's story or whatever. Um, I think it's, it's, the, it's the tie-in with Street Fighter that makes it less of a movie. Yeah, was this it, theatrical or straight to video? It was theatrical. Yeah, it was wow, theatrical. Really? Yeah. yeah, it does. It does actually have some good things in it that, that I feel like are worth pointing out. Like, it, oh, like yeah. obviously, I'm like my, I, I generally enjoy Michael Clark Duncan in the movie. Um, it does actually have some decently exciting set pieces. Not exciting fights, but exciting set pieces because there's a fight scene in a club that I actually thought was actually interesting on paper. My favorite scene. Um, it does what actually. That spinny bird kick the. Yeah, spinny, oh god, that thing, was ga- that thing was garbage. Um, it's better than Ken <laughs> Shirokin from '94. It does not by much though. I mean, does, she doesn't lift in the air, but she twirls. She got the kicks down, right? Right. She so. do a split though. It, yeah, she does. Uh, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> she, uh, I thought um, she did. I she. It's like now. she was doing a jumping jack upside down, or like half oh. a cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> She does actually have some pretty cool, like, training montage scenes with Robin Shu, who, you know, spoilers, he's in this movie, too. He plays the character of Gen. And yeah. the, A.K.A. Raiden. Yeah, pretty much. Robin Shu has yeah. become Raiden. He is the mentor character but, in this movie. But, and he's got the long, awful hair to go with it. Yeah, and that well, hair is long and awful because it is, not, it is not Robin Shu's full yeah. body, it's, you know, it's hair. Got, we got to say, guys, body. as fans of Robin Shu's hair in combat, that's not Robin Shu's hair. It's not Robin Shu's hair. I, I can tell. I can look at it. <laughs> <laughs> 
but there, but obviously, like Robin Shu is doing a much better role in this movie than he ever was in DOA. So he actually gets to disagreement show off some there, of his, but I'll get to that. Yeah, he like he actually is showing off a lot of his fighting skills in this movie that he actually okay. does now. And seeing that was at least somewhat nostalgic. Uh, but overall, at least everything else, unfortunately, is uh, just kind of like bland. Again, I mentioned the narration; that was my least favorite thing about it, just because it just feels like very time fillery, like it feels like filler. Um, and also most of the characters just really are not that interesting. Even Gen, like that Robin Shu plays is really not that interesting of a character. He's like a pretty like standard, oh, my, you know, my best friend became an evil villain and now I have to fight him. So I'm going to train the person who's going to beat him type character. Like that's, he, he kind of feels very generic and that is, and much like Street Fighter the movie, none of the characters are really accurate other than the fact that Vega and uh, Bison are, I'm sorry, Vega and Balrog are Bison's lackeys. That's pretty accurate, but Gen is inaccurate, Chun Li is inaccurate, um, and I think those are like the only characters from what Street Fighter. Charlie. Yeah, sure. yeah, what about Nash? Oh, God, that <laughs> guy and his acting. Oh, my God. This guy walks through the raindrops. <laughs> Low-rent low Jason Lee is what I call him. Oh, yeah, him. that's pretty accurate. This guy um, does, he works for Interpol, so that's hard. true. Say what? <laughs> no, not that Balrog. <laughs> if Balrog's a character in Street Fighter, and if you imagine a guy with boxing gloves and flaming fists, then that works. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, it, like, like it's not good. And it had some, oh, God, it had some super bad, like, CGI fireball power were like Oh uh, yeah, I'll forget those. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just sitting here like, is he training her to fire the Kikosho? Because that's Chung Lee's fireball move, and I'm just sitting here like, that is awful. You know that. that. <laughs> like it's I mean, just... this, it looks like a bad like Windows screensaver. Wow. But you know, I'd forgive that because I assume this movie was a straight to video thing. Apparently it wasn't. No. <laughs> it was theatrically released. I was following this movie like crazy when it was announced. Yeah. I was like reading the blog that the screenwriters were covering, like like were were posting like updates and answering fan questions and shit. Like I was ready oh for this God. fucking movie. Were you watching in theaters? I did not because the reviews came out and oh. I was like, Oh, this will be on D V D in like a week and a half. I'll I'll rent it then. And I did. I watched it right away. You want to be a true fan and just go anyway? No, not for this uh, Annihilation in theaters. Yeah, but, you know, at this point I was paying with my own money as as (laughs) an adult. (laughs) I had had to pay rent and shit, so. Yeah, yeah, this movie, uh, disappointing. It sucks. It was was conscious of it when it came out, and I knew Michael Clark Duncan and Robin Shu were in it, but I just assumed, like, oh, wow, this is a really scaled down street fighter movie it doesn't even have all the characters i don't give a shit about it and i never i always assumed it was straight to video and i never paid attention to it it was in that weird era where every movie was just trying to be dark and gritty and serious all the time mm-hmm. there's nothing fun about this even movie. vega wears black i mean why spoiler alert Everybody for, wears black. for anybody who hasn't seen it there is a scene where young bison takes his pregnant wife in her oh, wedding Jesus. dress to a cave right. That scene cuts her open to remove the baby. To he didn't even of, cut her open. He just oh, he just ripped plunges it. his yeah. hand right what? in. What rips the baby out of her stomach to put all of his his good. innocence? He's transferring his good nature into the baby so that he could be pure evil. Like uh, Elliot's sitting here, probably what? going like, "What the fuck?" That's an actual scene in this movie. Like this movie is so grim and serious the whole time. The only quote unquote humor comes from. From Nash and Moon Blood God's character, like AKA worst detectives ever. 
yeah, being shitty at their jobs and like wanting to fuck each other, but it's not even like hot, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like you actually don't like you actually don't ship them throughout the movie at all. No, it no, feels, I would never ship them. There's zero chemistry, and like that dude played Oz on American Pie. He's kind of lacking oh, in chemistry right, yeah. to begin with, uh, but this was just like a whole other level of just really, really fucking bad. How was Robin Shoe's yeah, hair? It, uh, it was. Oh no! It it wasn't his fake. real hair. That's a problem. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. He so wore this, a long gray wig. Yeah, yeah. That automatically re- like removes a star yeah. from this movie for that alone. I, I was yeah, going to ask. Uh, would you say that the movies that Robin Shu has been in, uh, besides Mortal Kombat '95, have been a bit uh, soulless? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's all. Uh, I have to it will be noted. This movie, to <laughs> Ellie. Uh, you you will recognize someone. Um, you watched Resident Evil Welcome to Rackham City with us, right? At least halfway through when you popped yeah. in. You remember the villain, right? The guy that played the, the scientist that turned yeah, into the Yeah, he was like the monster. guy who gets turned to a Borg. And, yeah, and he's in like everything. He He's he's M. Bison. Neil McDonough. Oh, that guy, I have a... Yeah. Except he's M. Bison in a suit. Yeah, see, he's, he's corporate I, I M. Bison. I never want to watch this dictator. movie because I don't want anything to tarnish... Yeah, well, I will say, like, I, I I discounted him before I saw it because I'm like, oh, he's the guy you put in anytime you need a blonde haired, blue eyed villain, and but you know what? He's actually a good actor. I liked him in Resident Evil. He was pretty threatening as William Birkin, and here, it's not M. Bison, but he is a pretty, really creepy, fucking corporate M. Bison, and he plays the creep mm. really good. And then yeah, then 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 you get to the cave scene, and then it's like, whoa. Uh, but no, I. I didn't. Uh, I didn't dig his writing. I, uh, as far as like re envisioning M Bison as a corporate villain, but that actor, shame you couldn't get him in a big dictator hat and red suit. But I like him as as M Bison enough. Like, there's so many things about the movie I thought I was gonna hate. Like, I thought like, oh, M Bison's a, a corporate dude. I'm gonna hate it. I liked it. There's a lot of stuff I liked about this movie. The fighting compared to movies that we're going to get to when we get down the line. Not as good as DOA, but, and there was a little, sh- it was kind of, you know, uh, early aughts shaky cam, but there were some exciting set pieces. The, the, the nightclub scene being one of them, I found it very exciting. Maybe there wasn't really we, good technical fights, but are we like, talking you know, about the way they edited it. When she's trying to pick up the, like, seduce the woman. From that to the main, yeah, that was a little weird, the, but the, you know, and God, then that the was fight. so fucking cringy when she's like on the dance floor, like the it was just yeah. oh that part, yeah. God. I just love <laughs> that, that was cringy, but I was smiling at that part. I just love you that can, not as good as DOA is now in our vocabulary of sentences. You can, yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, no, uh, Neil, I like that scene because that's the one moment where she's wearing the the iconic Shunli uh, buns. Oh yeah. And she's walking up in slow mo to this fucking hip hop song and just strutting, and not in a fight, but in a dance, strutting felt, her stuff, trying to seduce that villainous. I felt embarrassed uh, in that scene for <laughs> the actors, the writers, the director, everyone in the audience. I just felt it shame for everyone who had to watch this scene. I don't know what it was about it, but I was like, you could just feel the men writing this into the script. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it was and. It's and this this coming from somebody who unabashedly loves the Dead or Alive movie. This <laughs> this was tackier than anything in those to me. Man, yeah. you're making me like it less. Wow, tackier, really? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, man. I agree it with was him. Pretty, but I, I'm judging the the the, f- the resulting fight. I mean, yeah, she had the fight, and it was kind of a cat girl fight in the bathroom, and then it erupts into chaos out on the dance floor, and there's people shooting, and she does she does the kick. She did yeah. it. One kick. I don't know. I found it exciting. But you're right. It is also. It was a pretty good action piece after that, for sure. Probably the best one in the movie. But I think I was laughing at that tacky part, though, and I can't decide if I'm laughing at it in the same way that I was laughing at the beginning. Of the I will say that, that what I felt compelled to do is that after we watched this movie, because of the fight that Chung Lee had with Vega, which I'm just sitting here and just like, this is just, this is not how this goes. Like this fight has like was done way better some years back. So. Neil, what I had to do is that I had to show Josh uh, Chun-Li versus Vega in Street Fighter, the oh, animated right. movie. Oh, yeah. Like, That's... right after this. And I was like, this is how this fight should go. This is actually a good spinning bird kick. <laughs> Except that was ten times more tacky than any of this. Yeah. This was fucking row. anime with its choice shots. But the fight choreography in that, in the animation, that was that is a fantastic fight. Undoubtedly, yeah. I will give yes. it credit for that. Better, uh, better music tune. Also, here's the thing: Chun Li does a lot of her moves, but last time I checked, Chun Li does not do like what is arguably her most famous move, which is her lightning kick, and the she doesn't do it yeah. in this movie. But she does, she it, does in it in the anime. anime. Yeah. yeah. How do you do that in a live action setting? Do you do, do you do some I don't camera think they, trickery? Yeah, I don't think they could. I mean, oh, oh, they, oh, they, the oh they can because like if they can create, if they can have them sit there meditating with a fireball in their hand and shoot that, they can, <laughs> they can totally, they can totally do like a, they can totally do like a foot, like a foot shot and then another foot shot and then just completely repeat it and speed up the camera work. I mean, they can totally do that. But it would have looked silly, like unless they had done, totally. if they had, if they'd introduced some amount of like some kind of bullet time or something into this, it first of all, it still would have looked silly because bullet time looks silly. But it would have fit. They would have had to cut to something like that just for this. Otherwise, yeah, it's just going to look idiotic. I don't I know, man. If they could, if she can bust out the spinning bird kick out of nowhere and do a fireball, I don't see how this is. That would be much no, of a leap I, as well. I don't. I'm not saying from a logic standpoint. I'm just saying I can't imagine a way to do that practically in any way in real time speed uh, that wouldn't just look bad on oh film. No, you definitely couldn't do it in real time and have to be sped up like, footage and yeah you know yeah bullet time works in the matrix because there's a precedent for you know it's computer world i mean neil here, um, yeah. neil to be fair e honda did his thunderhand slap in street fighter the movie and just for yeah. some, just for some quick camera work they made that believable you can I do was it about like to that. say that, yeah. But that they whole movie's dumb, that, so it fits. I anyway, difference <laughs> of opinion, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where where do we want to put this movie? I would put it uh, securely. Uh, from what we watched so far, it's definitely not better than MK95, and it's not better than any other. So it's below DOA for me. It's definitely below DOA for me. For me personally, this is um, this is my number six out of the nine. I'm not going by the whole group yet. <laughs> so far, from what we watched so far, I definitely it's the bottom so far. This is last on my list as well so far. Yeah, I think I'd put this one over yeah. MK95. You guys, know you. you guys make this movie sound awful, so put it at the bottom of my list. <laughs> oh boy, you you haven't fucking experienced awful yet, sir. Oh yeah. Um, oh. oh yeah. Well, see, see, like, see, we went to like, um, I guess you could say like uh, the barren wasteland, but the barren wasteland still has shrubbery and bushes still. Oh no. Oh no. Like, 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 we're going into like straight up like cracked earth <laughs> territory right. after this. Yes, we are. 
So where does that take us next, Jay? I believe it is that uh, takes, Tekken, right? Yep, that takes to Tekken, the movie. <laughs> Which, guess what? <laughs> I didn't hate Tekken, but we'll, we'll all go around the round table there. I didn't hate Tekken. Tekken, I didn't it, Tekken but... has its own problems. See, like, Chun-Li actually has characters that are at least kind of sort of having fun, and it has some decently exciting a- like action pieces, even if the fights are not all that good. Tekken has... A little bit of that. I admit, this one was hard to find out which one was better, Tekken or Chun-Li. And I ultimately chose Chun-Li because because I think like the story kind of feels a bit more familiar to me. And it has some different locations that I kind of like here and there. Tekken is one of these films where like it starts off actually pretty good. And then it kind of like devolves into mediocrity. But mm. that being said, it does have Kerry Tagawa. It does have him. And that is, w- without a doubt, the biggest plus in this movie. And it has a um, motherfucking scorpion, which, uh, correct me, is yeah. Ian Anthony Daniel? Ian Anthony Dale. Dale. My favorite, sc- literally my favorite scorpion. I love Hiroki Tagawa. Uh, oh, mind blank. Hiroyuki Sonata. Sonata, not Sonata. Yeah, I love him. Ian Anthony Dale is my favorite Scorpion. Yeah, he was great. He was probably the best part of Legacy that wasn't Casper Van Dien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably, though, I will say the biggest sin that this movie has is something that I hate about all like early 2000s action movies. You've seen as what this is. It is quick-cut action scenes where the camera oh, just yeah. doesn't stop moving and... You know, you don't know if a kick is get thrown, but basically it's a technique that I think can be utilized in film to some degree of positivity. But in this movie, it feels like they're hiding their lackluster action. And you believe me, you can well, tell. Well, here's the thing. The, yeah, the that, weird I thing about that... They, they do the moves well. It's just not filmed well, right? No, here, here's the weird thing is that out of maybe all of the movies, except for maybe, maybe MK2021... Tekken is the one that has the most like experienced martial artists in the cast. Yeah, the the cast is stacked. This cast has so many like good martial art like stunt people Latif and like Crowder. actors in it. Latif Crowder. Yeah, Latif Crowder. He's like, which is like probably the most accurate you can have for Eddie Gordo. Yeah. <laughs> in anything. Oh, yeah. And he he has one fight. Uh, even the the main actor, John Fu, I think, is his name. I can't remember his name, but he's actually a good martial artist. Same with like Brian yeah. Fury's actor Gary Daniels. I think he's a good act, uh, martial artist. Um, probably forgetting others, but yeah, this had a lot of martial artists on there. But I feel like it was just a product of its time, where like every movie had to be edited like this. Mm-hmm. So then it just—if it was edited better, this probably would have been a lot higher on the list. This movie because, lost me right away with that "Sick Puppies" song. Yeah, I know what you're talking I about. I hate yeah. that fucking song. I'd set a tone for the whole movie that you're going, that one of us is going down. Song, I was like, oh, this, this is just going to be the broiest thing I've ever seen. I what do. Part did that come in? I can't remember. It, it's, it doesn't follow the lore, but I do actually. I, I mentioned the beginning is actually good. It actually does pull off like a good sort of like almost a almost a Kira like a post apocalyptic theme. A little bit. Oh yeah, it, it does its whole own thing. Yeah, but I mean, it just it's like it's it's unfortunate that it unfortunately just dies so quick, and then we get to like this tournament thing. But to give it like another point, um, it does actually deal with the whole idea of a tournament. It does actually have different. Um, it's one set piece, but they keep changing the 
rebuilding stuff on the set piece as a lore with inside the or film. setting, as it were. So, like, they'll build, like, a, a Japanese scene. They'll build, like, a rock scene. They'll yeah. build, like, this scene. And they do that in reference to the games. And that I thought that was interesting. It's just not executed particularly well. It's like... It's like the MK11 like tournament level where you, it just changes. You guys ever watch <laughs> WMAC Masters? Yes. It was it, this was WMAC Masters the movie where they got the different sets for them to fight on. Except for yeah. people die for real. <gasps> yeah. Honestly, uh I'm kind of the opposite with Jay. I would I even though this is still a bad movie, I put this above Chun-Li because hmm. at least it went colorful with the characters. It did like, do that, yeah. They all look different, even if their suit, their costumes are bad. Like they look like bad cosplay, but <laughs> at least they made it look interesting, I guess. But at the same time, everything is either at night or indoors. Like there's no like daylight in this movie at all. It's weird. No. Also, does uh, uh, Legend of Chun Li have Carrie Tagawa? No, so yeah, true. And he was but, great in this movie, Legend of. Legend but of you know what? He, also he shows his have, range. It also doesn't yeah. have weird sex stuff between Anna, Nina, and Carrie Tagawa. So, like, oh god, pluses and minuses, yeah. right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like, <laughs> that was just weird and cringy. Not not as weird as wait, t- uh, t- Carrie Tagawa or, or Ian Anthony? Oh, Ian Dale. Anthony Dale. I always, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I always think they were they were getting on his fucking chainsaw. Uh, that'd, that'd be really cool. <laughs> no, that happened in the next. That happened yeah, in the sequel. I think I'm mixing things up from Kazuya's Revenge. <laughs> Tekken's a bad movie. Yeah, there was some creepy sex stuff, but you know what? Uh, Ian Anthony Dale is a creepy character. Like, he is a sleazoid supreme. Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, they they spell it out uh, when we find out where uh, Jin uh, came from, so it's like, he is not not a good good person. Uh, So, you know, that that fits his character. Uh, I was going to say, Kerry Tagawa, I love his character. One, he shows his range. He's not playing Shang Tsung. He's playing goddamn I don't know, Tekken. What's that guy's name again? Hey, Hayashi. Hayashi. And Hayashi is a villain in Tekken, but here he's more sympathetic. Uh and I, I like his Barely. portrayal. He's of still it. a shitty guy in this. I mean I mean he's a shitty guy, but you know he he, he I mean, has Isn't the premise that the corporations have turned the world into a post apocalyptic wasteland? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it's basically know. the end the end game for capitalism. Yeah, but would you rather would you rather have pick the lesser two evils? Would you rather have uh, what's he uh, Anthony Dale's character's name? Kazuya. Kazuya. Oh yeah, Kazuya. wait. Oh right, yeah. I keep forgetting that Kazuya's Revenge <laughs> that Kane Kosugi plays Kazuya in the, yeah. the sequel. Jesus Christ. Anyway, prequel. Would you would you rather have prequel? Would you rather have Kazuya or Hayashi? And if we're going by this movie's uh, depictions, I'd rather have Ayashi because that spoilers the end where we reveal he's not killed, and he just commandingly <laughs> tells the the grunt he's like throw down your weapons, and he's like okay, like I'd answer I'd answer Kerry Tagawa like that. He's a, I loved how he played Ayashi. He's he had a range to him. Uh, I I do want to say also you seen you're commenting on the action. Being mm-hmm. real, being real, two thousands quick cutty. I think I had a note in here that says, "Does does jujitsu really need shaky cam?" This <laughs> 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 was is Eddie Gordo. Oh, was you mean Capoeira? Capoeira. No, I there's someone that's doing jujitsu. I thought. Oh, that was uh, probably Nina. 
I think. No, 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 no. Uh, it wasn't Eddie Guerrero then, but there was a jujitsu fight. Oh, Raven? Just, Raven, yeah. Yeah, and dude? it was just Why like... Why is he wearing white? Why is anyone wearing anything? We've got a, <laughs> you know, it's a tournament. He's dressed for the occasion. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His main I got, costume was usually I got nothing. Though. There were so I mean, many will, ways for that joke to go wrong accidentally. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will say that that probably like my favorite fights in the entire movie was Jin versus Yoshimitsu because I love Yoshimitsu. I think he's fun. Right. Um. I, I that fight was okay. Like I don't think it's the best fight in the movie, but it's serviceable. And even though it's still quick cutty, which I personally do not like, I thought that they actually did Yoshimitsu Yoshimitsu's costume actually decently well. And Yoshimitsu doesn't talk, so he honestly the fact that he had no character in the movie didn't really bother me too much. Um, but that, but really that was probably like the highlight, um, for me, but yeah, like it, I, I, I feel like for me, if, if your film, if your fighting game adaptation is in mostly daylight and you have some interesting set pieces, that's gonna, I'm going to be biased towards that. If it's at night shrouded in darkness with quick cuts, I'm probably more likely to hate it because I feel like mm. I can't see anything. Um, and Tekken, unfortunately, like really has a lot of that, which is why, like for me, I put it just barely under Legend of Chun Li. Even though you've seen, I agree with pretty much everything you said about why Tekken is better than Legend of Chun Li. It's there's, just it's just a preference. Aspects of this that kind of are similar to DOA, where they're they're, they're really colorful and yeah. silly characters, and the setup of all the matches, how they're randomized. But, but yeah, the fighting is sucks. They didn't have they didn't have the courage. To, to match Dead or Alive's level of absurdity. Yeah. They were a little yeah, too accurate. restrained in this. They leaned a little too into, again, I'm going to shit on this era of movie filmmaking in general, and a lot of these movies fall under this. That whole grim, dark. Grim, dark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah grim, Super dark, edgy. I will say yeah. I like the initial setup. Uh, once, uh, first off, I was like, wow, this movie has a budget, just seeing cars blow up and shit. But like the... The, the totalitarian post-apocalyptic thing, I was like, okay, this is not Tekken, but it's a neat setup. It's also very generic, though, so it's like, okay, yes. yeah, LOL, King of Fighters does something similar. But, uh, yeah, that kind of goes low budget after that, but, like, I was initially impressed by that. But, yeah, after that. And, actually, I will say, this movie does have, story-wise, a good build-up, because it shows Jin in his day in the life and meeting these freedom fighters and people that want to recruit him and the people at his bar. And it does some world building and, uh, much better than, uh, well, uh, was it King of fighters, which we'll come to see. It does a much better job of, of painting that. And it's like, I'm buying this world. I'm getting invested in it. It's only problem is that after that, it just kind of spends it in this one set for the rest of the movie. Uh, it, it almost, and yeah, it's super serial, but, it almost could have been good if it would have had better fights or something. I don't know. I put this one below Legend of Chun-Li as well. Yeah, I will too. This one is not fun to rewatch. I don't think I'll rewatch yeah. it anytime soon. And, and like, so, Legend of Chun-Li okay. wasn't either, but I would watch it. If you gave me the choice, I would rather watch Legend of Chun-Li. Yeah, and I'm mm. kind of the same way because at least like with, Leg- like with Legend of Chun-Li, there is... Some interesting cinematography 
in that movie, and as well as some fun locations that I'm like, okay, this is not great, but I'm not completely checked out. Um, Tekken actually sold me in the beginning because if you're going to try and yeah. do a post-apocalyptic, like world-ending kind of like end-stage capitalism or whatever kind of like you know world, I'm kind of there on board. And Karatagawa can kind of hold it up, but it's just everything else in the middle of it just doesn't really keep me engaged all that much like i don't really care about jen kazama as a character throughout the entire movie i care more about i care about more about yoshimitsu than i care about jen and yoshimitsu <laughs> yeah. doesn't even talk um yeah, tekken, clown side tekken's, character tekken's got like kangaroos fighting and bears and shit and like like mokujin yeah where's that shit this could have been a doa movie and they focus the fucking story on like the bland dude yeah you know and yeah, and Kerry Tagawa can only do only... so much. Like, like I love him, but he can only yeah. do so much for movies. Well, no, he was really great in this movie. Yeah, he doing was. so much. No, he was perfect in this movie. But I will say, as no, someone who's saying, no, no, what? No, I was like, he's saying that he's great, but him he... being great is not enough to make. Oh, right, not enough to save this movie. Yeah. Also, know is my only familiarity with Tekken is playing Tekken Seven with Jay and Yasin. So none of my favorite characters in there. There's there's no uh, Asuka. There's no Lee. You know, Shoot. Nina was there, two. but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two of my favorite characters are in there, and like Dragonoff was did not oh, yeah. fight like Dragonoff. Like, and, like, like I mean, dude, uh, like if, martial law didn't fight like martial law. Oh yeah, martial law was somehow in there. Yeah, yeah and, and like, like, but he's like, played by like an, a legit martial artist, Kung Lee. Well, that's what I was yeah. saying. Like, there, there's good moves going on there. Just they're not filmed. Just though. not the character. Because yeah. like you could tell, there's a lot of physicality going on throughout the whole movie. I mean, I had to just... like, I had to strike that criticism for my next review because like my two favorite characters in all of Tekken, which are OG characters, they've been in there since Tekken One, ha- are not in this movie, and that's Paul Phoenix and King. King, I can mm-hmm. kind of understand, but how can you do a Tekken movie big, about King? Yeah. Come on, big oversight. Yeah, they need yeah, to show just, Like, sequel. how can you do it without Paul Phoenix? I mean, that hair is wonderful, and I want I mean, and, like, King, and I want my shotgun punch. That's such a missed opportunity. <laughs> King is not too over the top. It's a luchador. He wears a mask. How's that? How's that yeah. ridiculous? You got a fucking giant guy with a samurai armor or whatever. I think Jay is saying it's ridiculous because he's he's picturing his his oh his custom. skin. Like he, his, his furry custom his character, Shida Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, so does that mean? So that's what? That's three for putting it below Legend of Chun Li. Absolutely, it's definitely for me. Yeah. Elliot, <laughs> Elliot, what do you? Ha, have we sold you on this? Uh, what do you feel? It sounds awful. Uh, I thought it was too long. Yep. Um, and, <laughs> wait, our explanation. <laughs> Everything the movie. The movie, the movie was too long. When it was getting towards the end, I was like, "This movie's this movie's <laughs> Tekken too long." Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I hit the wrong button. Hold on, let me fix. That. I put this one on the. Yeah, this we is going on the bottom of my list. Fuck this movie. I guess. Yeah, it'll be at the. <laughs> it'll be at the bottom. I think I'm the only one who puts it above Bloods of Chunk. Yeah, really. I mean, it's I it's really a fine like line, Legend dude. It is a fine line. They both have shitty fights. Legend of Chun Li's fights are a little better, but they both have a very generic, you know, safe story. Yeah, I'm, I yeah, enjoyed sure. Legend of Chun Li a little better, even though the character, like, yeah, everyone wears black. Vega, why the fuck's Vega wear a black suit with a tie? Is Vega? Fuck that movie. Anyway, I like it better. Than <laughs> <this>. <laughs> 
Anyway, so continuing our race to the bottom in this list, uh, <laughs> now um, now, uh, now we have Oof. 2010's King of Fighters, and if you Oof. thought the fr- if you oh, if you wow. thought our last two movies Oof. were at least like had some semblance of fun, but ultimately failed, well, King of Fighters like they didn't even show up to take the test; they just failed because they were just straight up absent. I mean, like they just just didn't they didn't show up at all. Um, this felt this movie um, quick my quick review. It feels like a film student made it. Yeah, it kind of does. I can agree Who doesn't know shit? That's it. That's how, that's how this movie feels. Yeah, this is this, another movie that gets this, everything wrong. Yeah, it gets yeah. every, like, literally everything wrong. The only thing it gets right is that, for those familiar with Tekken lore, there is a character named Ayori Yagami. Tekken? I'm sorry, King of Fighters lore. King of Fighters. For anybody who knows King of Fighters lore, there's a character named Iori Yagami of the Yagami clan or whatever, and he has a moon on the back of his uh, jacket that is in pretty much all the King of Fighters games, you know, for yeah. him. And they do get that right. They get his they get his costume, like, slightly right. And Ray Park plays Rugal in this God. movie. Ray Park of Star Wars Phantom Menace lore. And he is... Only person that's worth a shit in this movie. Yeah. And even then, if it was a better movie, he would have been more memorable. Yeah, he and, he's, and like... he's trying to have fun. Like, trying, but not much else is really happening as a result of this. Honestly, like, I kind of forget the story. Like, uh, it kind of touches... Oh, I could sum it up for you, dude. There's this, there's this, you know, long, uh, fucking history of some fucking artifact MacGuffin that, that passes between two families or something as, uh, insert character here explains to Maggie Q in a really fucking boring scene sitting in an auditorium or something where I'm half falling asleep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Ray Park wants to steal it or some shit. And, oh, also they, they, there's a secret tournament. That happens in the Matrix, apparently. And yeah, that's, that's and, about all I got. And you get there by wearing a Bluetooth earpiece. Oh, right. Yeah, you got to put the earpiece yeah. on. I will say, what I the like f- the way the movie started fuck? out by introducing that. Because you see Maggie Q uh, in a little bit of a steamy scene. And then all of a sudden she disappears. And it's like, what's going on here? It's like, I like the idea of introducing that. But also, it's a fucking generic idea. Because it's a fucking whatever, yeah, however sucks. many sci-fi fucking tales we've already heard. You know, this movie sucks. Virtual world, the yeah, costume yeah. is bad. Yeah, yeah, this movie Ray Park is bad. Like, like this, this Everyone's movie bad. kind of starts in the middle of a movie. It's yeah, weird. like, like, well, like I said, I like the immediate res thing because like it throws you out of loop and it's like introducing you into this and like I started to get into it, but then yeah, once yeah we're sitting down at the auditorium and getting exposition is like. Also, every angle is every shot is a Dutch angle. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, so much Dutch angle. Shot. This is like Battlefield Earth. Like, ugh, it, 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 like there's so much Dutch angle in this freaking movie. It's just like, like people are talking in the cameras in the Dutch angles. And this is the one where, uh, <laughs> unlike all the other movies, the fights absolutely suck. I mean, you got Ray Park in this movie, but I I couldn't tell. Not just, not just Ray Park. Like the guy who plays uh, Terry Bogart, or not Terry, but Terry. Yeah, CIA agent Terry Bogart. <laughs> right. he's, he's he's David Lynch, who's one of the David Lynch? directors of the first John Wick movie. And Wait, he, really? And he also directed uh, Deadpool one, uh, two. He directed, and he also directed he fucking... Atomic Blonde. Like he's a good like action. Okay, director so he can man. direct action, but can he do action? He, he's a stuntman too. Like he, I think he. He worked with Chad Stahelski on the Matrix movie. Well, once again, this 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 shows that it's not their fault. It's the cinematographers. Because, like I said, we got Ray. I know who Ray Park is. We got Ray Park, and apparently yeah. this dude's like awesome. But 
And I knew there was some awesome shit going on, but it was like, this is the worst so far of the movies we've talked about as far as framing the action. It was like, if you're going to make a fighting game movie, well, it should be great if we have some, some fights, some good fights, you know, there's nothing memorable in it. Yeah, it like, uh, like I think the thing that the really story like, sort of, sucked, yeah, like, the, confusing like, the thing that way. puzzles me is that for anybody listening that actually knows King of Fighters lore, this one is supposed to be the king, sort of an sort of a very loose adaptation of King of Fighters '95 with the Legend of the Orochi. So the Orochi is sort of like this big bad evil spirit thing that drives people berserk and enraged or something, and it's meant to be this big huge clan rivalry between Iori Yagami and then the protagonist of King of Fighters at the time, which was Kyo Kusanagi. And Kyo is played by a not-Japanese person, and it looks pretty damn terrible. He does Baby really get, Tom Cruise? Yeah, he basically becomes... He does become <laughs> the main character in the movie, but he but he becomes the main character like halfway through it. Like There's yeah. scenes in the movie that should have been at the beginning, but they're in like the middle. <laughs> Which is why the, this movie feels like you're in the middle of a movie when it starts. It's weird. Um, it, but yeah, like Kyo is not uh, an engaging character at all. He feels like that he was in some CW show as a model extra and they just made him a live action character or something like for a movie. And it's just, it like, it's just bad. Like, uh, like everything about the lore is completely thrown out the window. And someone who played a lot of the King of Fighters fighting games back in the day, I could not stop thinking about the lore watching this movie. And it just disappointed me every single scene. Like Rugal was kind of done right. But not by much. <laughs> but Ray Park is working with what he has. But everything else was just garbage, unfortunately. My favorite part was, and forgive me, I don't, I'm not familiar with King of Fighters at all. Who's the guy that wears the hat? Uh, Neil just mentioned him. Terry Bogard. Yeah, Terry, Terry Bogard. Bogard yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know idea who Terry Bogard is. I'm just like you kept mentioning like this fucking dorky CIA character is supposed to be well, somebody. T- well, and finally, finally, when he puts on the hat and jacket, I'm like, oh, I, <laughs> I know that reference. Marty I'm like Captain McFly America. Best. But he looks like a fucking forty-year-old, you know, cosplaying as this character, and it was so cringe. And he doesn't and I don't even know like, the and, he, and I don't think he did a single move. There's no rising tackle. There's no Buster Wolf. There's no Power Duck. There's no Power Wave. Like, but like Terry Bogard's doing none of his special moves. Like, Josh, you remember when you, you seen and I were watching this? I was just sitting here begging, like, okay, Terry, just do one move, one. I need to hear it. Just. Give me like one time. Poking it with a stick. Do something. Yeah, do something. But no, like he just and like when he puts on his cap, it just doesn't look good on him at all. It's like it's cringe. Yeah, it's cringe. This dude's like it's forty. So... Who wears a cap like that? And like, and he's wearing like a CIA like three piece suit and a biscuit like type tie. You know, throughout yeah, basically throughout the entire movie, and then all of a sudden he just puts on this red like cap that looks like it was bought from Dollar Tree. Like it's just it's so it's so it's so bad. The um, only thing good about it was Ray Park. Yeah, like, Ray I felt Park some really energy kind of in there is the only good thing. With his scenes being the the, the sh- slimy I... villain, and like when he he has a wardrobe change every scene he's in. <laughs> if it was a better movie, he could have been the most memorable. It also... kind of reminds me of Neil Patrick Harris in The Matrix Resurrections. It also Oof. it also yeah. it also kind of has like. Um, it also has this trend where when a movie cannot really afford a good set piece, what they always resort to is like an empty warehouse with some stuff around it and like gray bluish lighting. There's a lot of this in this movie. And typically that's become kind of a red flag for me. If you have to stage a fight or some sort of like exhibition dump scene in a 
barren warehouse of some type where there's nothing but concrete and there's just like random computers just sitting around and they're just talking about stuff. Usually, usually it's not going to be a memorable scene, even remotely. Like there's not going to be anything remotely interesting about it. And there's a lot of this in this movie. And it just shows that the people who wrote this movie probably read somewhat of the somewhat of the source material because they do actually reference the Orochi in it. But they really didn't. But they decided like, no, that's too colorful. That's too fun. That's too cheesy. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to go early '90s, like I'm sorry, like early 2000s realism, like realism, where everybody's wearing a suit and a tie, and we have to like rip off the Matrix. I mean, it's just it's 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 so not good. It's like it's a. Uh, if it wasn't for Ray Park, this would be like bottom of the barrel for me. Like I think all I three, think I think all three of us when we watch it, we're just bored and we're we're just commenting on how bad everything is. Especially since this is the one we watched right after DOA. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> we had this great high. And you note. know what? Everything after this was a hype. You know, it was an improvement, even though they also suck. This movie is just just plain old bad. I did not like Ray Park in this at all. I'm going to be honest. Oh really? I I don't a little too I, I hard with the trying I don't to be funny. Think you hire Ray Park when you want a character who's gonna say words. <laughs> uh, yeah, the way he was trying to be like when he's in the hockey gear, trying to be like funny and make comments, it just felt so. It just didn't feel. It was bad. Yeah, I didn't like it. it was um, pretty bad. Side note. Uh, Ray Park was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation as one of the reptile yes, men. Also, Maggie Q is in this, and I'm a big fan of hers. I'll, I'm 10% more as, likely as to watch anything she's in. And she's I in was a lot really of excited stuff. when I found out Maggie Q was in it. I'm like, fuck yeah, Maggie Q. And then I also was like, oh, wow, she's not really doing much in this movie. Yeah, I... I thought she was dull as fuck. Yeah, but... Literally, was, the only reason I like her is uh, the only thing I've seen her in is Mission Impossible 3. And I thought she was she was amusing in that That's oh yeah it. she's good in um that die in uh die hard four nikita was a good show i haven't seen that oh nikita okay yeah i really like that show so i was like excited for this i was like oh cool maggie q playing my shiranui okay uh then the costuming is universally bad for everyone terry bogard's wearing a fucking marty mcfly vest and he's a <laughs> and he's a cia agent i yeah i didn't like this movie at all i am going to put it above tekken because Maggie because Maggie Q is in it and because I respect the insanely stupid decision to set your entire fighting game tournament in an alternate universe that you access through Bluetooth earpieces. Boy, no. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Kira Tagawa, though. Kira Tagawa. Also, yeah. I'm gonna have to like I love Maggie Q too, but she's a block of wood in this and the, the, the Matrix setting computer world is generic as you can get. I don't know, man. It is, but I, I got to put I don't it below know, Tekken. That's my vote. I would never watch Tekken again if I could get away with it. I would never watch either <laughs> of these again. I yeah, might I would... be well. I might watch Tekken again just because. Yes, Terry Car- Terry Tagawa. Terry Tagawa's a pretty goddamn good role for him, and Ian Anthony Dale. He is, but I've seen we got plenty of other good stuff you can watch Terry Tagawa in. True. So, yeah, that is true. Like uh, certain good stuff to watch with Maggie Q as well. Yeah. Mission Impossible. I don't think I could watch New Fighters again because I know for a fact that it it would be so, and I do mean so, so easy to actually create a King of Fighters movie that would actually be fun and colorful and maybe as fun on colorful on levels that say Street Fighter and DOA DOA are. 
like the story is there. Um, Yasin and I play totally. Garo Mark of the Wolves all the time. The story is definitely there if you want to. Small do side, it. it seems to be mentioned Garo Mark of the Wolves in every goddamn episode. <laughs> I think really we mentioned game, it three man. episodes in a row. It's a great fighting game. Yes. <laughs> You're right. I mean, as a King of Fighters fan, also, yeah, this movie. It, it's I don't know. There's just, I just have a curiosity. I've never. I don't think I've seen. Well, that's not true. Up until I watched uh, Kazuya's Revenge, I don't think I'd ever seen a fighting game movie so incompetent, but there's just something so fascinating about how they just well, fucked I, up at every turn on I this I think thing. that's spoilers for what our worst movie's going to be, but I, I, I like, agree. <laughs> I feel like everything everything you, you describe King of Fighters, Neil, is how I describe Tekken. Like, Tekken is bad on many levels, but there is a bit of a curiosity of how they've done it. Like, I can watch, I wouldn't watch either of these ever again if I had the choice. Right. But if I had to choose, I'd probably watch Tekken. Yeah. Because, here's like, here's King of Fighters felt like a jumbled mess for me. Absolutely. Like, yeah. but I, here's what separates know, Tekken from King of Fighters besides uh, Kerry Tagawa and Ian Anthony Dale is that Tekken at least does a good job at world building. But it also describing has that... its story. And this one doesn't. It also has that goddamn sick puppy song at the beginning, and if I never hear that song right, again in I my life, remember. it'll be too soon. <laughs> I can't remember the sick puppy song. I do. I don't even know what that song. I is. do. It, it, it was bad. Is it like the opening credits anime opener song that you like you do? Yeah, I guess. Or, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think I remember us commenting. It's on a song about fighting. Lim- is, oh yeah, Josh. Josh, think Blair Witch: Book of Shadows with the opening to that. It's like worth like where the music feels out of place. it's bad. No, I think I remember us making Limp Biscuit comparisons, but it's just the credits. And it's not going to affect the rest. Also, by the way, Book of Shadows: Blair Witch Two is a great movie. Oft forgotten sequel. People should look back on it. And, and Jay watched it every Halloween. And um, and, um, and Elliot, I know you never watched this movie, but trust me, your um, your sanity and your perseverance in life is better because you have not seen this movie. No, yeah, uh, Elliot, don't watch this movie. You like bad movies. This isn't a good bad movie. This is a mediocre slog of a movie. Fuck this movie. Yeah, Elliot, I've watched it enough times <laughs> for you that you don't ever. Yeah, you have guys to. haven't sold me on any yeah. of these other movies that I haven't seen. Yeah, the greatest I mean, thing no, you're going to see. Is Ray Park <laughs> acting a little goofy? Maggie Q being well, Maggie Q, I guess, but being really wooden, and there's a baby Tom Cruise in it. Well, and on that note, can uh, continuing down into the wait, wait. So this would be at the bottom of the list. So Absolutely far, yes. for me. Yeah. So okay. yeah, yeah. So far, yes. But again, I, we if still you have... push me, it's a coin toss between this and Tekken. So I'll defer to the yeah. group. So, yeah. okay. so continuing in our race to the bottom, and at least in my this opinion, is... we have entered the depths of hell. You cannot go lower than this, because now we're going yes. to review Tekken 2, Kazuya's Revenge 2014. Absolute trash. Absolute. A- AKA Welcome to Hell, the last one yeah. we watched. Well, yeah, yeah, like this is like Welcome to Hell levels of bad. <laughs> this movie is so bad, because uh, we were talking about this. It's not this even This movie did movie. not even get like a theatrical release a movie, yeah. in any... <laughs> in, in, well, it did in, in uh, uh was it the Philippines? Philippines? Singapore? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean the same thing with Tekken 1. Tekken 1 didn't get a, a... It got theatrical release in only in like one or two countries. Uh, okay. Here's a heartbreaking thing, though. It's it's a shitty... It's shittier than King of Fighters, for sure. Yeah. But it has almost better fighting. Almost, Or at yeah. least better, better, better editing of the fighting. Oh, yeah. I'd agree with that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Al- Technically, um, it has better fighting. Like, Kane Kosugi, like, I love Kane Kosugi, like, ever yeah. since, like, seeing him in Super Sentai. Like, he's, <laughs> I, I love that guy. First time, but, first time I saw him was Final Wars. Yeah. yeah Final Wars, which he's severely him. underused in that movie. But <laughs> I, I've always ragged on that movie because of the use of Kane Kosugi, but after seeing DOA and, uh, this like i'm just like no these are worse like, no nah, man far as, like, DOA, doa had the best no, no, fight as far scene as, like, in the movie him yeah yeah but his character sucks though and his yeah. character sucks yeah but... and um and but like this one is even worse because he is just walking aimlessly like not like he has no emotion really like he is as he shouldn't because we don't know what the fucking stakes are either the story just opens up and doesn't do a good job of making me feel it, those. It opens up, it opens up with kind of a motivation because it opens up with a fight scene that is actually pretty good, and then he gets. What's kicked. the most generic motivation you can do? You wake up with amnesia yeah, and a bunch of you guys wake up are with amnesia. To kill you. you don't know where you are. So Elliot, because you're listening to this, like because like Tekken's bad, but this movie is supposed to be a sequel, but it's a sequel that is a prequel because there's a villain in the first movie that apparently was so interesting they had to make a a prequel of how that guy became a villain in the. Tekken movie and it's and it's like levels of bad that we didn't think that we could see like uh, for this movie the only is that true huh what What? is it a is it a prequel yes it's It's supposed to be because i mean carrie is there reprising his role and they just recast but he didn't uh, but he didn't die at the end of tekken i don't even i didn't even i thought it was a i thought it was a sequel this movie is no it's a prequel it's a prequel it's a prequel because yeah it's it's showing how kazuya came to be who he is except they don't really it doesn't feel like it's in the same universe because he seems like a much better of a person or at least like you know baseline good person worse than i thought worse than i thought it was wow (laughs) yeah we were this movie's like what an hour and a half yeah and we were an hour in thinking how is this character going to turn into ian uh, Anthony Dale, like I don't understand, like how that, and they never show that. See, and I thought the personality differences were because he had amnesia and didn't know who he was, so he just like reset morally because he didn't have all of that dad baggage yeah. in his head. Dad, yeah, baggage. I think. That's I mean, based bullshit, off of uh, based off of Wikipedia, it's a prequel. <laughs> okay, so even though it's called Tekken Two. Yeah, yeah, it's Tekken two, but it's really might as well be a Tekken prequel. Like, and they also they also have stock footage from Tekken. What the hell? <laughs> should have called it Tukin. Tukin. <laughs> the where's the one with the gunshot? Yeah, I was waiting. For oh, the I hit the I just hit the air horns because that was a genuinely uh, good joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't give Elliot that much credit. No, no, no. no, you should give Elliot a lot of credit. He he can come up with some good puns. He 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 will brighten deserved. this uh, the, uh, this gray day because like man, the the level of bad is pretty bad in this movie. The only good thing I can say the about this movie, huh? <laughs> this is. The pest is better than this. Yeah, I watched the wow. yeah, I like, is way better than this. Are you kidding me? As far as world building goes, <laughs> the pest wow. has, uh, has more, you know. And you know what? This makes an attempt. I will, in all seriousness, this tries to continue with the world that, that Tekken 1 set up. And it just expects you to roll with it. Like with uh, Kazuya waking up with the uh, fucking... The, what I can only assume is the pimp from Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he feels like. It's this 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 sleazy, you know, old white dude with long hair. Yeah, put the bullet and in my head. I put the bullet. Also, I, 
And this movie, like, they clearly didn't shoot enough to make a full oh, wow. feature oh, no. film because, because almost every scene is a slow-mo. 100%. Yes, someone walking. And they put so much filler of him re- looking at a, like, working on a laptop. Mm-hmm. And him walking next to a train yard. The funniest yeah, thing. Then, the funniest then, thing like, I've ex- ever like, seen. Explosions. Explosions from like the first Tekken movie. When yeah, they, they dude, pretty stuck on the. So dude to, to, sits to put down, it in perspective, yeah. Elliot. Oh, go ahead. Dude sits down at his laptop, types in a search engine hotelsearch.com, <laughs> then in the search <laughs> bar types hotels and motels and just hits enter. Yeah. Boy, what that's the, a feature right there. So whoever so, wrote so this the movie world... doesn't understand how the the internet works like and this came out in 2014 he's like oh, yeah this is the latest movie chronologically 12 million hits on my hotels and motels generic search on hotelsearch.com <laughs> <laughs> so to put this movie uh this movie's world into perspective you see or uh uh elliot uh it's basically this this totalitarian world and the the bougie people live in what's called tekken city and then it's walled off uh, with the slums on the outside, and that's where our character in this movie wakes up of a, you know, and is end up in servitude to this pimp from Kill Bill Volume Two character, oh, and he basically beco- becomes his enforcer, and so he's supposed to be living in this shithole like outer rim community, but uh, they don't explain much of it, and they just do yeah a lot of establishing shots of him just walking by train tracks that just looks like a normal village. Like, they don't do a lot of set dressing to make it look like this end-of-the-world thing. And he lives in a shitty apartment that he gets granted and has to go kill random political opponents. And it all would be a lot more gripping if they just explained a little fucking bit. Or give you give you a carrot yeah. or something. But otherwise, it's just sleepwalking through this. Yeah, like, I, like my one sentence review of this movie is attacking Kazuya's DMT trip because that's what it feels oh, yeah. like throughout the entire There's a lot movie. of really stuttery, uh, I don't know what the technical term, double whatever exposure, fucking slow-mo for the most mundane thing. It happens like through half the movie. Like it happens so much that you could cut out 30 minutes of this hour and a half movie and you would miss nothing. Like the pacing would be the exact same for how much slow-mo is in this film. Like it's just, it's completely unnecessary. And it's just like, and it's just uh, Ken Kosaki just looking emo and bewildered half the time. Like it's just, which is a shame because he's a decent actor. Well, maybe I don't know how good an actor he is really, but definitely good action actor and he had a good few good fights in this movie too but also but once again yeah, the, the movie couldn't say but also it's the problem that you can have good fight scenes but if you don't care about what's happening in the fight scenes yeah i don't know no what point. fucking happens like he wakes up a guy blows up because he has a oh yeah they do the thing where you get a explosive surgically you know inserted into you oh yeah it's also suicide squad suicide squad <laughs> i was waiting for what other movie and did that mission impossible and 3 mission impossible 3 yeah uh Fucking, Starring uh, Maggie Q. Truman Capote did that to Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just like, but it doesn't, I don't want to complain about it doesn't explain enough because some of the best movies sure. are just, you know, have implied things, but this movie is just not smart enough to do that. So, so, <laughs> so well. what you're saying is that this is not the New Zealand reboot of the Taken franchise? that i was hoping it was i don't know about what you're talking <laughs> about so it definitely probably <laughs> isn't that so this is there's a oh, <laughs> right. oh fuck you that one got the gunshot okay yeah i think i shouted over the gunshot that was 
Mm. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, God. <laughs> Elliot, I think you made this movie better for me now. <laughs> just, by th- just by thinking about that. Just I'm not going to rewatch it again. That's this for is, sure. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, you guys saying how bad it is makes me more curious to see it than the other. Actually, I... Actually, go, go I will it. say, you tell you what, I, I would rewatch it if it's with you. Ellie. Yeah, I would rewatch it too. However, like, I'll be honest with you, I will skip that. Night. Yeah, fair there's enough. no way I'm watching this movie. There's ever a couple again. good <laughs> fights, and it's got some good. Uh, I can watch atmosphere. better fights on YouTube, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Carrie uh, Tagawa. Uh, we forgot to mention Carrie Tagawa is in this. For, uh, yeah, for he's like, not he as good as he nothing. was in the first. He does nothing. He's in it for like five minutes. He makes out with like a. 20 year old at the end of it what if really we get weird. to f- uh, no he doesn't make out whether he you sucks or soul what if we get what? to watch the movie and fight each other oh you mean i could like make it more entertaining take out my frustration out on yeah we could we're all just like watching yeah. the movie and just wailing on each other <laughs> I would do or that. you could just play a round of a you know tekken you know a little more a little more safe no, and wanna, as long as someone picks like, also, like, something else that I think we need to mention that's bad about this movie is the overall sets in general. Everything is brown and mushy and, mushy. like, it's almost like everything... They pretty much they pretty much filmed it on a couple really fucking low-rent sets and a couple location scenes yeah, around, like, small towns, and that's yeah, it's it. it's like, that just shows the ineptitude of everything. And there's this girl that is, like, you know, Kazuya's number oh, two yeah. person. And hey! She, <laughs> and oh, she's oh, met... the lollipop girl? Oh no, God, no, no, that's one of the villains. Like, is, is bad too. Now, this is the chick that um, oh, is like man. basically like his enforcer. He's telling him like where to go. No, 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 the do. neighbor. And oh, never mind. You're talking about the. Uh, but the, the thing the, is, the though, Irish that they built. I thought up. she was Irish. They built. Yeah. They build her up to be an actual fighter, and then when she actually does get a chance to fight, it's like she stabs a chick in the neck before while she's talking to her. So she's just dead. So there's no fight. And then the next scene, when she's about to find another chick, she just grabs her by the neck, talks to her, and basically says, "Don't mess with me anymore." And then she just. And then after that, it cuts away. So, the, so this chick just. I'll be honest. Fight. I don't remember what happens to her at the end. Like I, I've confided to you guys before we started. I don't remember what happens in the last. She walks 10 off of with movie. him into the bright door, whatever. Okay, so she lives. She lives. Yeah, she she okay. confronts the uh, the girl who isn't the lollipop girl, and like right. chokes her, and then we cut away, and then there's the final fight, and then she shows up, and they both agree to somehow screw over Kazi uh, Heihachi, but we don't know how, and then they yeah, walk right. out the door, and that's it. So that sets up Ian Anthony Deal trying to fuck over. I guess, but he doesn't seem yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, something must happen to him to turn him into who he became in that movie. Which but... means that the film is called Kazuya's Revenge, but he doesn't actually get revenge on anything. No, not at all. He recovers his memory and discovers that Hayachi is a son of a bitch. And what does Hey Girl get killed? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she does. Her she soul, sucked. she gets her soul sucked. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Elliot, you're probably really confused. There's. There's British slash Irish girl. We can't decide if she's British or Irish. I think she sounds Irish. Who's like Kane Kosagi's like second banana and kind of his guiding, you know, narration character. And she doesn't get to do Jack squat. And then he has a neighbor who is a non-combatant and kind of is like a, a flirtatious kind of love interest. But she gets her soul sucked because she's working for the bad guy the whole time. And, wait, was she? And like, and wait, whoa, 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 whoa! She was working for the bad guy. I was thought she was just an innocent really? neighbor. 
could tell how much I fucking paid attention I think to this she movie. Was, I think she was, like, spying on him. Oh, wait, that's why she popped in at the end, yeah. Anyway, he has a neighbor who's flirting with him, and she gets killed. I don't think any of the people know. who made the movie know. Like, they don't know what the story of this movie was, and they No, we don't. Directed the, the movie fucking did a thing. horrible job at it. It did, it did have a golden opportunity, though, because, like, when the chick, at the end of the movie, she walks down the stairs, it's supposed to be this big, huge, like, betrayal moment for the main character, because the girl he's into is now joining forces hey. with the villain. <laughs> and then Kari Tagawa, like, straight up just, like, kisses this chick, and then she just dies, like, right there. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, and, like, it, uh, and, wait, and, and the thing you, is... You guys are teching people. Is that something? think uh uh whatever his character's I, name is i don't think Hayachi ever does that Hayachi. no he that's a shang song thing that's a shang song thing i almost feel it was like a reference yeah but 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 they missed a great opportunity because like when she like when she dies the, the perfect opportunity for the song oh ah i just died in your arms tonight so, <laughs> that would i mean he should have just said your soul is mine yeah well that too and then if he would have said well see i'm thinking of like a good opportunity but if carrie tagawa would have just said your soul is mine if he would have said that i almost would have forgiven the entire movie up to that point yeah two movie movie would have gone up two stars for sure yes <laughs> but unfortunately the only thing we get and of course like i mentioned for t- uh, like I mentioned for King of Fighters, where are they in the final scene? An empty, bare, concrete room that may as well yeah. be a warehouse. And of course, like anytime, I think I'm at the point now. To anytime I see that, like my expectations are just going to drop because unless that fight is like super freaking choreographed, well, I just don't see you. You can't make that like anything like that exciting. That is not an exciting set piece. I mean, look at Giver too. The 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 finale is in a fucking uh, cave. Uh, with like some some excavation stuff, but it's a fucking awesome fight. Yeah, but they're it's in costumes too, movie. and that, it is an awesome fight. So it, it, it's. I mean, it's like you can have a low budget movie, but if you have great choreography and and, and editing, uh, you know they could have done that in this, but this is a sorry fucking uh soulless joyless movie. I, yeah, I honestly so. kind of feel sorry <laughs> for Kerry Tagawa because they they had to fly him from somewhere to come and film. Wait, this. wait. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all I don't know where the filming locations for this, but if his filming location appeared to be warehouse number five, it could have been in LA for all I know. I we'd have to find out, but it's probably a paycheck for him. I, I mean, know, I, I want to say that's probably where Tekken. it was. I think they came to him because this, like, like he is at the end of Tekken One, loyalty to the Tekken. Scene. Yeah, because like Karatekawa, doesn't appear pretty much at all in this movie, even though he's referenced. But he does appear in like the last big scene in the movie, which is that abandoned building warehouse scene. I mean, he's, so he's that could have been he's anywhere. In, uh, he's in Kosuke's head throughout the whole movie, which I actually have a note. Uh, what if I heard Karatekawa's voice in my head all the time? I don't know. <laughs> it would be a better life. Yeah. 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 But but definitely for me, I mean, like this is a movie that if I never see it again, I will probably lead a better life in general than if I ever saw it. So, yes, um, for me, already, yeah. like easily, this is like the bottom of the list. This is like the mold underneath the wood of the barrel. Like that's how bottom of the list it is for me. And I never ever want to talk about Tekken Two because he is revenge again. It is definitely the worst yes. of the worst. And if Elliot, if you want to watch it, yeah, maybe we will. But it is securely at the bottom. It is so bad, it's actually worth... Yeah, it it is actually bad enough that it's actually worth talking about how bad it is. Let's just watch... Fuck it, let's just watch Street Fighter again, guys. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Actually, this one is... I'm putting this at the end here. Yeah, the end. You say, let's watch Street Fighter again. I was going to say, let's watch DOA again. That's the next down list. But the next down list is Shun Lee. That's number uh, four. 
Let's 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 watch Chun Li sometime. I wouldn't mind watching that again. I'm good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I'm kind of good too. So that tells you where my threshold for I'd watch it again or not Basically, lies. Because okay, so our list right now, our collective list is number one MK95, number two Street Fighter ninety four, number three DOA, number four Chun Li, number five Tekken, number six King of Fighters, and number seven Kazuya's Revenge. That's for what me, I got. For me, everything below DOA, I'm good with never seeing again. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, we do have to mention we like because we haven't mentioned them, but we do have to mention where MK2021 and MK Annihilation. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. We do have yeah. to so, talk about that. So, so we're not so we're not going to end this list on an entirely bottom of the barrel, like cold no. depths of hell. No, because we need ooh. to insert two more movies in here. We need to insert. Annihilation and 2021 and 95 because we haven't really taken a minute to reflect. Well, 95, 95. is still. No, I mean, well, Elliot says Street Fighter is better than that, so right? I'd but we've like already ranked nine, We've already ranked Street Fighter below it. Yeah, like that's you guys, the you guys outruled me. Uh, okay, overruled me. Like the the list that I ranked. I just want to say you really disturbed me, Elliot. You made me rethink my yeah, life. Yeah, I'm gonna. He was shook. By, he was by shook. Like I well, was shook. Just wait. Uh, I actually wanted to rewatch 95 to reevaluate it. I didn't get a chance to, but I knew my opinion really wasn't going to change. I think you're just crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm the no, the real answer is I know exactly. I know exactly why you like Street Fighter because it, it does sing to you. The fucking the, the 90s, the 90s action comedy. It is exactly your type. It's of that, and it's also like it, it does like. Uh, Neil, you said it was the great G.I. Joe movie, and I feel like that's like when I saw the G.I. Joe movie years ago, I was very disappointed in it because it wasn't Yes. It wasn't Street Fighter, but I just didn't know it yet. (laughs) I hadn't seen Street Fighter before. Now Now you have. Well there you go. Now you've got a great street a great G.I. Joe movie and it's Street Fighter. (laughs) Yep. What's what's weird is the G.I. Joe movie is actually a pretty good Street Fighter movie. Funny how that works. Yeah, not funny, true at all. Yeah, funny how that works. <laughs> so, where do in we retrospect, want to put yeah. MK Annihilation in this list? Okay, we're going to do Annihilation first. I, I would mean, say... The, uh, I would... Me, personally, I'd probably put it... You guys are going to hate me for this. I'd put this above DOA. That's okay. I'd probably put it above DOA uh, as well. Neil is not happy. Like, real, my real disturbing question is whether I put it above Street Fighter. I don't... After this, as, after this discussion, I don't yeah, think yeah, I yeah. could. As much as I love Annihilation, I don't think I could put it above Street Fighter <laughs> anymore. As we've assessed in our episode when we reviewed it, Annihilation is a horrible train wreck of a movie that is infectious, infectiously entertaining to watch. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I could accidentally the whole movie anytime. Yeah. Um. And I almost want to say it's a little more endearing for that than Street Fighter, but Street Fighter might be objectively better put together. Street yeah, Fighter okay. doesn't have the crappy CG yeah. animality fight at the end. Well, I'm not going to fault a movie for a CG because sometimes that's just a sign of the times. So well, are yeah. we uh, talking about? I'll put it below Street Fighter. I'll, I'm, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to put it below Street Fighter. The next question is I'm going to put it below for I'm going to put it below DOA. But what are you going to say, Neil? So so we're talking putting it third on the list now. Right, Mortal Third Kombat fourth, 95, yeah. Street Fighter, Annihilation, DOA. I would put it fourth, yeah. personally. Fourth. I would put it under Dead or yeah, Alive. Same. After same. Dead or Alive? Yeah. So then hmm. Jay is the deciding factor, I think. 
I haven't made a decision. Oh yeah, I, I don't know uh, whether it's I don't know whether it's better so, or not than Dealer. So this one for me, I know is like was always going to be a little bit contentious because I kind of went back and forth on this one. But actually, MK Annihilation, admittedly, guys, I don't have as much joy as you guys for for Annihilation. It's under DOA for me, but Sacrilege. it's also under MK Twenty Twenty One for me. So it's number five for Ooh. me. And, wow. Okay. And the reason for that is that 2021, I feel like it's a very meh movie. Just kind of like, it kind of, I mean, commits the most egregious sin in cinema. It is not memorable at all. It's just kind of there and boring. But it is, in my opinion, a bit more competent. And it still has aspects of fun that I do love um, about it um, over Annihilation. And just Annihilation, unfortunately, just again... Yes, the CG fight is bad, but there's a lot more bad in Annihilation than um, the 2021. And I had to think about that hard because I think they're both kind of in the same realm um, for me. But I ultimately feel like 2021 edges out Annihilation. So I put it at number five on my list for that reason. I'm going to go ahead and make a final decision and throw Annihilation above DOA for my personal choice. I don't know where 2021 falls in there. hold on. So where does that... So we got. We're gonna have to average this out. Jay thinks Annihilation is worse than DOA and worse than 2021. I think Annihilation is better than DOA. I haven't factored in 2021 yet. Neil, you said it's you said DOA above Annihilation, right? Yes. Yeah. And wow. Elliot said the same thing. Yep. Yeah. So is that? And I say it's above see? DOA. So, you so I guess I it's below opinion. DOA. Yeah, I guess well, it's three to two. Three to two. Damn, yeah. Okay. So yeah. There we go. So let's talk about 2021, because that's one that's the most recent that's come out. When we recently seen it, we poo-pooed it. Uh, we said, you know, it's, it's a movie. But now, in retrospect, after seeing the wonderful gamut of fighting movies that Gamut. has been put out. Gamut? 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 <laughs> Where is uh, it placed? Is, is it as bad? Is it as mediocre as when we saw it? Or is it, is it it's knock only up Gamut a few if it's from the Gamut region of France? Otherwise, it's Gamut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm going to say. I'm going to put this above Chun Li, below Annihilation. That's fair. Yeah. Same I think I'm about to go I, somewhere. As. You know, the fights are slightly better than Chun Li. It's got an earnest effort to tell a story, but it's still kind of generic or, or mediocre, and it's not nearly as entertaining as Annihilation. So that's fair. Also, I know Neil, you don't you you did not like uh, Josh Lawson as uh, Kano, but I oh, really? had yeah. fun with him. That's funny. he's hit or miss. People, people I, I like, like him. and hate him, so I can understand why uh, Neil. Actually, I haven't heard your thoughts about him, Neil. You don't like him. Nah, it was a little much for me. I think mm-hmm. that putting all the humor in that movie on Kano's shoulders just made it tough. Yeah. It's a weird We discussed decision, it in yeah. our uh, 2021 review episode where to, we felt that he was so funny that he was not threatening. Yeah, yeah I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I can totally see that, yeah. It was just a yeah. lot. Yeah, it, 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 he, had, he had to be on all the time, which, which got exhausting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean... Twenty twenty one gets points for having Kung Lao, but then it takes negative points for killing Kung Lao. So Yeah. Right, and also right. not giving him a really standout fight scene. Well same with like Luke Kang. Like I feel like Luke Kang should have been Oh no man, he got to do his three sweeps in a row. 
He did <laughs> Fatal- fatality for Kung Lao. I mean, he did. He probably did the most moves in that movie. I actually, actually I, I actually kind of feel true. like MK twenty twenty one gets plus points for Kung Lao, and he also gets plus points for killing Kung Lao because that made me happy. Screw you. I <laughs> <laughs> gets plus points for having the most uh, accurate-ish and nuanced de- portrayal of Scorpion outside of Legacy season one. I will say yeah. the, the the first like seven eight minutes alone puts this above Chumley for me. And like I said, uh, I feel that's the movie tricks you into that because as soon as yeah. it puts you in a period setting, oh, this is just like the Seven Samurai. It means it's good, right? You know, it you know, it makes you think it's MMA cage match. <laughs> yeah, then we go to MMA cage match. Uh, I, I all jokes aside, no, the beginning of the movie was very gripping because like. I said in our episode, like I feel very scared for Hanzo's wife and child when when fucking uh, Bihan steps in the room. Yeah, like, that was scary. Uh, but that was the point to really fucking sell you in the first ten minutes, which they posted before the movie came out, and then the rest of the movie. It's eight. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's it's very. It's got some ups and downs. Uh, as far as once again to critique it on three different levels, to critique it on a, a movie on its own terms, it's I. It's actually I enough to uh, have kept it in the high ranking in HBO Max's uh, streaming rankings. As a Mortal Kombat movie, it's uh, because of the liberties it takes and the stupid Arcana bullshit. As an action movie, it's uh, because the action scenes aren't that great, but they're better than uh, fucking because they're better than King of Fighters and Tekken. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and Shen Li. It's not a memorable movie. It like a lot of the other ones on this list. It empties out of my brain completely the second I'm done watching it. Yeah, but uh, it's it's done. It's it's better. It drains a little slower, maybe. <laughs> I put it in, a little slower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I put it. it stays uh, with you. I put Sticks it under annihilation and above Chun Li. Yeah, and I think that's and, actually right where I would. And put I think it, I'm sir. like the only one. In fact, one, I have a blank spot in there. I'm about to fill it. And in. I think I'm like the only one that puts 2020 above annihilation. Nope, I do but too. Admittedly, like, uh, oh. but like, but, but like, admittedly, it um, the like, wait, like the, like the reason why Elliot, I do is you that, like 2021 better than annihilation? Yeah, yeah. Really? annihilation went <laughs> from like me being delighted by it in the beginning to being bored as fuck by it by the end i think we did address in our episode it did have some pacing issues so yeah yeah but it's got it scores a lot of nostalgia points for me because that was the one that was always on television yeah you know so i i wouldn't rush out to rewatch it but every time i do i end up being like oh yeah this is pretty fun okay 2021 just feels like a more i don't know it feels more like the first one and that it's a legit attempt to make an adaptation of the game than just yeah. like a total cheese fest, not just shotgunning ideas yeah. at the wall and seeing like it's not it's not the most like accurate with some of the stuff they changed and it gets a lot wrong, but it feels like um it feels like Mortal Kombat. Annihilation was just like I don't know what that was. <laughs> An- Annihilation <laughs> feels like threshold entertainment. Mortal Kombat. It feels like a specific type of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it feels like Mortal Kombat three. It feels yeah. like trilogy. <laughs> yeah, in the arcade with the uh, paper cutout fatalities and all the <laughs> it also uh, twenty twenty one has actual gory fatalities, right? Yeah, that's true. What we all been waiting for? 
Yeah. Okay. So then I'm. I guess. I guess that averages to make it below annihilation. Yeah. So yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. What's our uh, What's our really final list? One, two, three, huh? four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. What do you say? What's the uh, final list then? What's the order? All right, the final list. Street Fighter. Uh, no. <laughs> you heard, well, you heard do, it here, do we, do we want to take a moment <laughs> well, this to is, really this is, seriously? This will be the group list first, and then we can <laughs> say what our personal ones are. So, like, I, I will just say we're all going to agree that MK95 still is number yeah. one. No. <laughs> I think four out of five yeah. say yes. Yeah, four out of the five. Majority. Four out the of majority five agrees. Say. <laughs> Yes. And I, I would ask, why is it number one? What's it do better than, than the magic that is Street Fighter? I, what? What? It's just cooler. Yeah, it's just, it's cooler. just cooler. And plus, like, Mortal Kombat 95 has a bunch of combination of things that just work well. Like, it, it's not going to win any Oscars, but it's got a kicking soundtrack. It's got good set pieces. It's got... Yeah. I don't know, Jay. I think it has a chance of winning an Oscar. <laughs> it may have. I'd have to look In back. I think we shouldn't go forward without mentioning that Mortal Kombat... I'm sorry, the, what? Are the nominations out for this <laughs> for <year>? your consideration? Mortal Kombat 1995. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> still yeah. deserves to be nominated for Best Picture every year. I'm still going to point that I out. I think the oh. cast the cast makes 95 really good. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, yeah. uh, disagrees with that, but I, I think like the, the cast has wonderful this chemistry. Like the, char- the characterizations I mean, like work. I think the the set design is just it's. That's what I want to point out. We shouldn't go forward without mentioning how fucking great the art design and the sets are in Mortal Kombat '95. Yeah, it's got it's, like um, it's got it's got good sets, good fights, kicking soundtrack, um, good cast, um, and and like and at least a, and at least a decently serviceable story and some quotable one-liners. Like it has everything story that makes ever told, movies. Jay. It has it has everything that, in my opinion, <laughs> makes movies fun. Because it's yeah. that makes it memorable. I mean, like you can even if you don't like Mortal Kombat '95, you remember the Scorpion and Liu Kang versus Reptile fight, like you do, like like whether Absolutely. you want to or not, like you do remember that, and you remember that iconic freaking you know um, a Techno Syndrome song. Because when you think of Mortal Kombat, you oh, yeah. think of that song. Yes, people who haven't even seen that movie think of that song exactly. when they think about Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Yeah, and usually if and if a movie can pull that sort of stuff off, then you know, it's going to be at least a solidly good film. Like, it, it may not, like, again, be the best thing ever, but it's going to be remembered as fun. Like, Mortal Kombat 95 will, will withstand, this te- like, the test of time. Like, for sure. It has been, and what, I think 27 that, years? And it'll be another 20 years, and it'll still be good. That reptile fight, I think, is the best fight out of any of these movies. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Once again, thanks to Robin Shu for yeah. for stepping in and you know choreo- choreographing that fight. And the Johnny Cage yeah. fight where he beats Scorpion, which I love to rub in Josh's face, will be the second best fight. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Robin Shu uh, informed scene. Yes, uh, you know, the two reshoot. Not coincidentally, the fights. best two fights had Robin Shu to thanks to thank for that. So, awesome. so go ahead. Should I go over the, over the list? Yep. Yeah. The final list of our group. Final so, list. Uh, number one is MK95, obviously. Yay! Number two, Street Fighter 94. Yay! Put up a really good fight, though. Uh, number three, DOA. Woo! Number four, Titties. MK Annihilation. <laughs> number five, MK2021. Number six, Chun-Li. 
Number seven, Tekken. Number eight, King of Fighters. And number nine, the worst movie in this list. And probably maybe one of the worst movies ever. Tekken <laughs> 2, Kazuya's Revenge. It's not even a movie. It's barely it's, a yeah, movie. It's not it's barely a movie, yeah. And you know what this tells me? Uh, this tells me that uh, Mortal Kombat 2021, when it came out, wasn't able to get past what came out, but at least it was better than all the other fucking low-rent fighting game movies that came out before, oh, yeah. you know, except for DOA. It was a major, a special jewel. major course correction because we just had this dearth of terrible video game adaptation movies. This except is probably the... This is... Yeah. Yes, except for DOA. This is probably this is the one of the best ones we've gotten. Or Mortal Kombat twenty one is one of the best ones we've gotten, certainly in a long time. Uh, so maybe, maybe they'll start making good video game movies again. I mean, they've kind of yeah. already started. Even though this is not a fighting game movie, but Sonic the Hedgehog was good, and Sonic two looks oh, good. Should we have should we have Sonic... included Rampage on this? Was that a fighting game? Well, uh, that's not a fighting yeah, game. Yeah, that's okay. a brawler. I never played it. More and of a, a, that was a delightful movie. That was a delightful uh, movie. As far as the wider world of video game movies, like if we did an episode about that, we'd be here all day. Because, uh, well, I think the undisputed champion still is Mortal Kombat 95, and number two oh, is Silent Hill. I think it's Silent Hill. Pretty goddamn good. I don't know. <laughs> it's been very I think much Silent Hill and Mortal Kombat are the only <laughs> ones that are considered good. Maybe the Tomb Raider movies, but I haven't seen those. No. And everything oh, else. Yeah. Nah. They're all right. They're fun if you like a Tomb Raider it's movie. Detective Pikachu is good. And yeah, Detective Pikachu. And Sonic was good, but it wasn't like outstanding. It was just a good family movie. Well, that's the but thing. I think we, got, we went from Detective Pikachu, then we got Sonic, and then we got Monster Hunter. So. <laughs> Paul w. It's that Paul W.S. Anderson It guy. sure is. And Mia Jovovich. He, funny, funny enough, he produced... He was one of the producers on DOA, I noticed. Wait, what? Yeah, I saw his name in the credits. Really? He was like an executive producer or something. That almost makes oh, wow. sense. Oh, wow. That I didn't know. Sure, it wasn't Paul Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would he be doing there? He was like, man, Punch Drunk Love oh. took a lot out of me. I need to make something <laughs> freaking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah have, 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 have any of us here seen Silent Hill? Yeah, I've seen Silent Hill. I like it. Nah, I've yeah, seen it. Aesthetically I, and like atmosphere-wise, it's like perfect. Story I always feel it's, it's too good to be a video game movie. Like, It's not yeah. great Like once you dissect it, but it's like it's really goddamn good. Don't watch a sequel. Oh, uh, yeah, then watch the sequel. There's a jump scare of a Pop-Tart, just saying. Nice. Yeah. Hang on. I want to watch the sequel. Yeah. yeah, go go for it. Yeah. I won't join you. Um, just popping out of a toaster? Yeah, it literally goes from a, a scary just scene spooky. and it transitions into a mundane scene that starts out with a Pop-Tart coming out of a toaster. It's supposed Ooh. to be scary. Ooh. I can relate. I have definitely been startled by my toaster uh, some mornings. Saturated fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Mortal Kombat '95 is a champ. So let let's um, we we got our average uh, movie rankings. How about our personal ones? Are do we have any shakeups that are differ from the the the, the list here? Let's ask Ali. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty. I feel like it's probably going to be pretty redundant at this point. Or mm. unless we're all pretty similar. Yeah. I've got a couple differences, nothing major, nothing I couldn't be talked into. I, I'm not going to stand by my list. The big one for me is Dead or Alive over Street Fighter, but even that's just honestly barely. And yeah. then the rest, like once you get past like that top five, it doesn't. It just doesn't matter. It yeah, just doesn't matter. yeah, that's true. I mean, I was definitely yeah, I conflicted he... about 
whether to choose DOA or MK95. I just did my preference revealer, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks about the same. I got MK95. What did it say, Josh? I have annihilate. I have annihilation over Street Fighter. Over what? Over Street Fighter. Oh wow! Whoa! And and I I basically my top five is MK95, Annihilation, Street Fighter, DOA, and Chumley. <laughs> wow! Okay. Wait, you got you got Chumley over twenty one? Yes, I do. Twenty one's at number five. Josh, I don't think you know six. how to use. I don't um, think you know how to use preference no, for dealer, man. This is the man who liked the past. What what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do I would I rather watch this over that and ask you that over and over and that's what came out because he is still at the bottom. But yeah, Annihilation saw number two, Shun Lee securely above twenty twenty one. I think uh, I think answer. I think my biggest shakeup is that I put Street Fighter at number two and then Annihilation at number three. Wow. Wow. And I, then I can, after I that is it. DOA and then is twenty twenty one. Yeah, like I think my, I think the only one that I had, and even then, this is like freaking barely, is that I put twenty twenty one over annihilation. But other than that, the group list is my list. It's just that twenty twenty one and annihilation are switched. But really, like that is such a fine edge. That watch, like, give it like another couple of years. Watch me like watch annihilation, and I just for some reason love it. And I watch twenty twenty one, and I'm just like, oh god, this movie's garbage. Like, like that could happen. I mean, it really tastes could. do change over time. I feel like if if movies were a multi-sense experience and you could like smell them, Tekken would smell the worst. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Just something about the aesthetic. It's just BO and garbage. I don't know. I feel like cause he revenge probably smells bad too. No, there's all that food cooking on the street. Probably smells pretty good. Yeah. See, I personally think if we're going by smell, DOA would be my number one because you know, beat probably, <laughs> Beach and volleyball, and, and like 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 in like in uh, pina coladas, pina coladas. Yeah. Like DOA would be not my number one. It's it's comfy. Like right. I want to go where they went. <laughs> I wanna... New list. Let's rank these in order of smell. Okay, we've got the mm. fe- the Street feast scene wins in Mortal Kombat. Bison's pet. Actually, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a tougher one. Yeah, DOA or Street Fighter that probably smells like sweat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat ninety five would definitely be number three because that banquet hall was nice. <laughs> oh yeah. I think right. it goes DOA because it smells like suntan mm. lotion and sand and girl sweat. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat 95 smells like a banquet hall. And then everything else is whatever. Tekken, Tekken smells the worst. Yeah, Tekken yes, absolutely yeah, smells Tekken the worst. Yeah, Tekken does probably smell the worst. Yeah, especially Tekken Kazuya's Revenge. That really smells bad because we're in like some slum somewhere the entire time. And we're walking yeah, around on like drugs. Also sweat and crack. Probably smells like pungent testosterone crack, crack sweat. Yeah, I don't Ugh. know what King of Fighters would smell like. Uh, Tekken like nothing smell because like, it's a virtual world. Yeah, just be like yeah. it smell like an it's Apple like store. It smells. It smells like smoldering, smoldering microchips. Yeah, actually, King of Fighters would smell like a heroin overdose, where like you're on it and then you come off <laughs> of it, and then Kazuya's Revenge would smell like your rotting corpse <laughs> after the heroin overdose. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What does a heroin overdose smell like? I, I have no personal experience with this. Well, don't worry. You never want to find out. That's the point. I just want to say I'm still happy with my, my personal ranking of 95 Annihilation Street Fighter DOA. Yeah, 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 yeah with what Josh, you cut out. Once again, my internet cuts out. i just like to say I'm, I'm happy with my personal ranking of 95 <laughs> Annihilation <laughs> Street Fighter. <laughs> 
Did I cut out again? Then I'll What are you happy shit. with? Just, just say what you said after I'm happy with. I'm happy with my ranking of MK95 Annihilation Street Fighter. I literally just cut out. Again. You know what that means? Let's drop it. The universe is telling you that you're wrong for ranking something like Street Fighter. God's trying to stop me. Or Comcast one of or Comcast. I blame Comcast, but at the same yeah. time, I thank Comcast for cutting you out because that was fun. Well, at least it didn't cut out completely during the show. That's good <laughs> oh man! So yeah, that's that is all of our rankings. This was a so, Herculean task. So we can we can assume that Mortal Kombat '95's position as the best fighting game movie is not 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 challenged today. Uh, I mean, I'm challenging it. I'm going to keep on challenging yeah, it. This yeah. isn't over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a sequel to this someday. I will I will uh, reflect on something else. So Street Fighter is securely our number two spot, and DOA, a much later movie, is secured as number three. But it seems to be the general trend is the farther ahead you go in time, the worse the movies yeah. get. It's almost well, like... Except for 2021. Well, no, 2021's in our number five. It's number five. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's dropped in there. It just seems like that's the one that, that got a little better, but it seems like if Street Fighter were a epicenter, every other movie after it is just a weakening shockwave. And Mortal Kombat 2021 was the one to recapture the magic, even though it's a mediocre movie. It's a positive sign. Hopefully they get better. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. Hopefully... Now the second movie is better. Yeah, now that we got the new writer uh, coming in, hopefully, let's cross our fingers. We'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Hmm. But cool. Jay? Say what? No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but cool. Um, this uh, this right here has been our very, 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 very fun review of all these episodes, and we thank everybody who has listened to us rant and rave about these movies this long for tuning in and watching us just do our thing. Uh, right now, what we have is that, like, since we're at the end of this episode, Neil, take us out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, I got two things I want to do here real quick, if that's okay, okay with you all. The first is when I was watching uh, Kazuya's Revenge, I got real fucking bored and started looking things up on my phone. So we've mentioned a few connections between these movies in terms of actors and stuff throughout this, mm-hmm. but I found a few more. So if you'll indulge me in a little Neil Nook, oh, I just want to take you through a it. few of them. Yes. Welcome to the Neil Nook. It's Gucci. Okay. <laughs> so we already mentioned, including the Mortal Kombat movies, Kerry Tagawa's in three of these, Robin Show is in four of these, Ray Park is in two of them. Wait, what? Two? He was yeah, in Mortal Kombat right. Annihilation oh, and right, right, Reptile Men. Right. And uh, uh, about to call him Geese. Oof. <laughs> and he was in King of Fighters. Um, <clears throat> Jamie Presley from Dead or Alive was in Mortal Kombat Conquest. Ian Anthony Dale from Tekken in Mortal Kombat Legacy. And then uh, Ken Kasogi was in two of these as well. None of the Mortal Kombat movies. Uh, Ray Park was also cast as Aaron Black in the Mortal Kombat X Generations web series that never released. There is a photo of him uh, out there in costume. And as Corey said when I told him that earlier, why would you cast Ray Park as the gun guy? (laughs) That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, some lesser known uh, people. They're not actors, mostly stunt performers here. We've got John Valera. He did stunts in four episodes of Mortal Kombat Conquest, and he played, I think, the lead reptile man in the show. (laughs) He also did stunts in King of Fighters, and he was the co-fight coordinator for the Legend of Chun-Li reshoots, and I think the King of Fighters reshoots as well. There was reshoots or King of Fighters? Ming Q was the assistant stunt coordinator on Dead or Alive, and she was also Maggie Q's stunt double in King of Fighters and Kristen Craig's stunt double in The Legend of Chun-Li. She also uh, doubled for Maggie Q in Balls of Fury, which also has (laughs) Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa in it. Finally, yes. Also, as was mentioned, Eric Roberts from Dead or Alive was also cast as Bo Raicho in the Mortal Kombat 10 web series. Such a terrible casting. Gary Daniels, who plays Brian Fury in both Tekken movies, was cast as Kano in Mortal Kombat 10 Generations. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot of connections there. There's so much overlap. That's crazy. He could have been a good Kano. Yeah. I mean, you can see. Yeah, I could see him as a Kano. You can see him kind of in costume, too, not with the eye thing, obviously, but you can see about three seconds of him in the uh, leaked footage. The editor leaked footage from. I remember watching. I, don't, I didn't catch a Kano. Uh, catch a yeah. Kano. Uh, but the real it. thing I want to go out on is, I uh, about a year or so ago I submitted a little piece of trivia to IMDb about the Tekken movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it's still up, and it is a hundred percent not true. I probably <laughs> read it because I always read the trivia on IMDb after watching a movie. So I'm going to read that to you now. I'll uh, see if I remember it. In a costume fitting, Kelly Overton, who plays Christy, accidentally put her pants on backwards. I read that shit! <laughs> the director liked it so much that he had her wear her pants backwards for the entirety of the film, thus creating the rear cleavage trend of the early 2010s. Are you fucking... Dude, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I read that, and I was going to tell you, because like that was... That was 100% so... me... I can dig back in my Gmail and find receipts if you need me to. You magnificent son of a bitch. So, Elliot, by the way, uh, the, the, the female character in Tekken wears this really awful low-ride jeans that just show off yeah. her plumber butt. And I read that, and I took it for face value. I'm like, okay, maybe that was a trendsetter. But you magnificent son of a bitch. I think that was you. You can't just submit anything to these. I submitted one for um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh-huh. Uh, that did not get approved, but that one was that, uh, Noob Saibot appears in that movie different from his appearance in Mortal Kombat Conquest because in between series, Shang Tsung skins Noob Saibot and now wears him as his iconic leather jacket. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a harder to corroborate. That one did not pass muster. So somebody is checking these. But, uh, that I, I find that a saw... weird bit of synchronicity that I read that weeks ago, <laughs> not knowing that that was your doing, sir. <laughs> so presumably somebody at IMDb saw that piece of trivia and either, I don't think they thought it was true. I think that they just thought, fuck it. It's the Tekken movie. Nobody cares. And then they <laughs> submitted it and went to lunch Obviously early people that care day. about Annihilation. <laughs> that oh, yeah. that was that's my mind blown. That, that, was, that was a great revelation, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty that's damn amazing. wonderful, man. still in there. It is. I looked at it just a fucking week ago. 
<laughs> oh, oh that's God. amazing. All oh, right, so I think that's a podcast, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we got a full, full two and a half hours. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Elliot. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's a fun time. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go watch DOA. <laughs> Outstanding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Combat Time Pod and visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Combat Time Podcast. You can also email us at combattimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show. See you next time. Mortal Kombat continues. Get over here!